This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to the number one podcast in the entire universe, marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 331. You can listen to all of our past episodes, markingout.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. On Twitter, go give us a follow at Markinat, you can go follow me at Dave the Rave underscore M O as I am your host Dave, and you can also go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161 and go watch Cooking with Brandon Five YouTube.com slash Markinat11. Also buy our T-shirts ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markinat. Hey Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. It's funny, sometimes I wish we had, like, an actual soundboard. For for what? Like, you were like, we are the number one, where, like, right away, that's a soundboard item, where it'd be like, number one! Well, we can easily have one. I don't know how to do soundboards. I'm not, like, Mixmaster Mike or something like that. Anybody want to donate? We could do a, a little sound- uh, GoFundMe page. Donate a soundboard to us? I mean... How how loyal are our listeners? I mean, I guess if we had a YouTube account, we would be have a lot more loyal listeners with sending us uh, goodies. But yeah, well, you know, what are you, gonna you do? know, yeah, what can you do? Uh, yeah. So, what else is going on? How was your week? It was good. Nothing really occurred. Nothing really occurred, you say? Yeah. No, nothing really did occur. Hmm. Did what? Where did you go? Uh, I didn't really go anywhere. I really didn't. Did you watch anything good? Uh, uh probably. I don't know. Wow. Well, I actually watched uh, <laughs> Suicide Squad the other day. Ugh. Well, yeah, finally got around to it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't so bad, but it could have been better. It was garbage. I'm betting. I'm, you know, I'm, I am. I am willing to bet that Wonder Woman is the best DC movie they'll ever put out. I didn't see it, that's, but I'm that, I'm guaranteeing you that. That's what everyone's saying. Everyone's raving about this movie. It, first of all, it looks so much better than any other trailer that I've ever seen from DC. Uh-huh. And, like, there's no denying that tons of people are saying it, how good it is. Yeah. Uh, but what's separating that movie from every other movie that they've done. I mean, I guess about how good the writing is, the acting, etc. Like I would guess the writing had to have been really good because directing. Like, yeah. Just like the writing at times for Suicide Squad me like really got me to question a few things and I was just like I don't know if like the way that Jared Leto took his character portrayal of Joker, I don't think I'm a fan of. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of it. I mean, definitely think Heath Ledger's portrayal was top notch, but well, Jack Nicholson was better. No, I definitely Jack Nicholson <laughs> was definitely up there. I he I, for in my mind, him and uh, Ledger go back and forth. Nicholson may be number one, but I feel like 
I don't know. Maybe I was expecting a little bit more. Um, it, it's funny because like I I don't really like DC. Uh huh. I'd I'd pay money to go see Wonder Woman in theaters. I would one hundred percent go see Wonder Woman in theaters. I don't think I would, just because I don't I don't trust it really. It's funny because like I I'll, I'll go into Wonder Woman wishing it was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I I don't know. I think that the DC TV shows are top, but movie wise, Marvel. Dude, I'm telling you, this this one is. Definitely way better than any other DC movie they put out, and I didn't even see it. No, I I agree with you. I think that it may, it's probably the best one, but I still think TV show wise, I think DC is better. I definitely think well, so. Well, you know, I you know, I don't know. I can't agree with that. Well, that's because you're big into the Shield. Well, I Agents am of the Shield. Agents of Shield. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But then after that, but, all the other Marvel... Mm, that's not true. I mean, people are like... They go nuts for for um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and now I, I heard, the, the I heard Defenders. Mixed reviews. I heard mixed reviews. I heard oh. Jessica... I heard Luke Cage wasn't that good. I heard uh, Daredevil went downhill after like the first season. Daredevil, I fell off. Like I, I still yeah, have to, it, I still have to watch. I just got super bored. It was like I, I didn't get like, I, I don't know. It's just like I'm not like into that part of the Marvel. Yeah. Universe, I guess I don't know. I just have to give it like I just need to sit down and watch Daredevil. Well, that's the thing. I feel like that's why I feel like the DC wise is better. But the other thing is, I really. On the other Is hand, it because they Marvel, got Cody Rhodes on their show, or no? Oh, well, I mean, of course, I always mark out for that part. They just did a, uh, did they not just recently do a singing episode? Uh, they did. What, what uh, is that Flash. about? Flash. <laughs> what is um, that? Who was the character? I uh, Alakazam? No, because uh, uh, Abra, maybe like Abracadabra, maybe, uh, but. It was one of the guys from, um, what is it, Glee? Yeah, it was, what's his name? Uh, um, the other, Darren, uh, one Darren of the gay characters. Huh? Darren Chris. Yeah, he was kind of, he played this character who was, who brought them all to a different kind of dimension in their, in their minds. Was it Supergirl was on it, wasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a crossover episode. Right, yeah. Between, I think it was just or or a, and a, a, a Glee reunion for for those of you who watch Glee. How? <laughs> oh, who else is Glee? Superwoman, Supergirl. Is she? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Who is she? She was one of the newer characters. Oh, okay. So not one of like the originals and stuff. No. Gotcha. Yeah, but it was actually a really good episode. Uh, the musical episode, but I think every episode delivers. They just had the season finales the past, like I think it was two weeks ago already. But which I gotta days. give, I gotta give that up. That deal that they signed with Netflix is is phenomenal. Who DC? CW Network? Oh, mm-hmm. because as soon as the season is over, it goes up right away onto Netflix. I got show the show that one hundred that I watch. 
I what do you, I don't know anything about it, but it always whenever I see a commercial, it piques my interest. I watched one, I watched one episode on on Netflix and then watched the whole season and then watched what, the whole second season or whatever it was. It, it's so it's such a good show. I think would I be a fan of it? Probably. What is it like center around? It's they there's they take a hundred criminal children. Uh-huh. And they, they're living the, – the planet was like – I don't know. It was inhabitable or whatever. So they had to do something. They went up to space. They're, all these people, they've been living in space for years. And they wanted to see – because they were running out of oxygen, <clears throat> they wanted to see if the Earth was inhabitable yet. Mm-hmm. So they took a 100 of these children that, that did things wrong and sent them down to earth to see if it was good to go. Uh-huh. Cuz like they they instead of getting floated which is like they just they just suck you out into the space and you're dead. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, punishment, we'll send them down to earth." Huh. And then I, they live, yeah. I am interested in that show. There's a few of them that like I've been trying to write down so when I have free time, like I still want to watch like Lost. Yeah, and, that uh, show you don't have to watch Lost. You don't yeah, have to no, watch you can just tell Dad. me how it ended for you. I actually 100% can tell you how Lost ended because that's the only episode I've ever watched. Yeah, actually, it's same the here. Dumbest, <laughs> dumbest thing I ever watched. People were like, well, that's because you didn't watch Lost. And I was like, bro, you're telling me this show, <laughs> this yeah. ending was good if I yeah. did watch Lost? You're like, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I think you should watch the 100. But I was saying, like, I have it all on my DVR. Now I could just... Uh, now I could erase that and go onto Netflix and watch it without the commercial interruption. Yeah, and I definitely think I think that you actually would like Flash or Arrow, or, or even Super. I actually think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Have you ever tried to watch them or no? I mean, I've seen no. Actually, I don't even know. I I must have seen a clip of Cody on it, but you probably have. I I think that you would actually enjoy those episodes, and the fact that I do. The one thing that I dislike is that they're not intertwined with the movies like it's a separate entity yeah, well what, what movies would they be <laughs> with well i mean like how the flash on tv isn't the flash in movies you know like kind of like with the there's marvel a, universe there is a flash in the film yeah what film yeah oh well uh justice league they didn't get the kid to, to be in the film no and then you it's also have like suicide squad like the person, like Deadpool, uh, Deadshot, and um, Am- Amanda Waller, the creator of Suicide Squad, and then they just have a bunch of like they. It's totally different entities. That's dumb. And different ways that they're going with the stories, as opposed to Marvel, which is all under the same umbrella, where we can see people from Agents of Shield, uh, in like Avengers, you know. Hopefully. But the thing I also like about the TV shows for DC is that they cast, as opposed to uh, TV, the movies, is they cast unknown actors, really. You know, like, I like the comic book movies when they cast unknown people, where it's like, I feel like I could dive into it a little bit more, like, imagination-wise, like, getting into the movie of it, or the even the TV show of it. I feel like when it's an unknown character. It's like when when you like unknown character or unknown well, actor. Unknown, 
unknown actor. So like when you're watching Batman, you're like, oh, that guy used to be married to Jennifer Lopez, and <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, it's ben, like like it's oh, Ben Affleck is is Batman, you know, as no, opposed I, I to guess I don't know, <laughs> as, as opposed to on the TV show, it's like. Barry Allen is Barry Allen. Like, I can't tell you really any of the actors' names on there. Well, besides, like, Malcolm Merlin and a few others. But that's besides the point. That's, but some of those guys aren't, like, unknowns. No, they're not totally unknowns. But they're not huge uh, monumental celebrities. I don't know? know. Ben McKenzie? Mm. He's a pretty big name. Who is that? Who does he play on Gotham? Um, I'll say Detective. Well, Gotham, Gotham's different. Gotham isn't in that same realm, though. How's it not? It's not. It's Gotham is not in the same entity. Like as, like you have all those CW shows are together and clumped together. Gotham is totally separate. Huh. So if they if they do have Gotham or Batman or something like that it, on one of these CW shows, it won't be the same actor or anything related to Gotham on Fox. That's, That's the one thing that I feel yeah. like the comic books like stink at is that you have so many different companies owning separate entities of the comics where it's just they can do whatever they want to it and nobody is working together. Like how – you can't – how some of the X-Men movies and stuff like that, like how with Deadpool, they had to – like it was one of those rare occasions where they came to an agreement to have uh, Colossus appear and then how they were going into – And then they had Sonic do, Teenager, whatever. Yeah, they had to come to some agreement to have her appear on there. Like I feel like that stinks where you just can't do a huge – like you can't just focus on the comic. It has to be everybody owns a little yeah. piece of it. But and then now there's rumors for Avengers for Infinity War that there's a huge character that's never been in the MCU before. Yeah, I mean, where I, like there's like heavily rumored that it could be Beast or like even Wolverine is being tossed out there in Avengers. Yeah. I would Beast, I would Mark for Wolverine. I was, but then would it be Hugh, It wouldn't be Hugh Jackman, though, right? I think Hugh Jackman said the only way he would play Wolverine again would be in an Avengers movie. Huh? Because that's the one, <laughs> but it's like I don't want to like I don't want like I don't want to think that because then I'm gonna like go in there and be like oh, he's in it, and then it's like it's just like a random well, that, character that, that I've never heard of before. That's the thing that I hope that they do. If they do, I hope that they maintain the casting, you know? A hundred percent, yeah. I, I hope they don't, like, just flip-flop, and then we're like, well, what the heck? I definitely hope if they do do stuff like that, even if it's Beast or Cyclops or anybody from any of the X-Men films, I hope it carries over with the actor or actress that there's, that's portraying that character. Yeah. Will, will, um, will Kelsey Grammer be in Avengers? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he seems like he's actually. That's still it, to it me. Depends on, it depends on the timing. That to me is still one of the weirdest castings. But I mean, I, if, if Infinity, so if, if Infinity War is in, is it modern day? I don't know when it's said either. 
but maybe the guys from the past come to the future or something. I don't know. Well, the Kelsey Grammer, I was a okay with because Beast is a very sophisticated. Uh, no, I was fine with the casting. I just thought it was like I always I when I hear Kelsey Grammer was Beast, it's like oh, that's I didn't expect that. I wouldn't have put him in that role either, but once I saw it, I was just like, oh, wow. Just, just I because I guess it's such a physical role? Yeah, definitely, but it works. Yeah. But then physical role, how much does he actually do? That's what like, I, uh, yeah, how much no idea. Like, I don't know. Stunt-wise. Right. But, all right, well, I definitely think at some point, if you have time, check out those CW shows. Because no, no, how about, how about not, if you, no, no, no. How about when you have time, you check out the CW shows. I you, do. you could check out Riverdale. You could check out the one hundred. Oh, I know, right? I uh, know. Yeah, no, you should. Oh, and talking about Marvel shows, uh, what was the other one? I know, I know, I mentioned it on the show. Legion. Uh, yeah, Legion. I, I, that's Marvel, but I was a big fan of that. That was my Kevin James impression. Yeah, I could tell, I'm but I thought that was a really good show. Yeah, very good. It just no. I lost interest in that. How? I, I don't I, I still don't get how I just did. But all how, right, well, how was your week? Yeah. Uh my week was very good, very content with just really focusing on studying. Um we went to uh Rockin' on the River on Wednesday night, uh and they it's like an outdoor concert during the summer and they had a a Queen tribute band perform. What is it not in the summer? Uh, it always is. What it, no, I meant like, that was a stupid way to ask the question. Oh. <laughs> what is it during the winter? Oh, oh, they, they don't, they, they don't really do concerts then. Right. I mean, what I do think they like do? Dino, what is Dino, the... I think Dino Barbecue and Browns and like those like indoor restaurant kind of aspects, they have concerts, but outdoors and stuff like that. But they what don't. is Rolling on the River, a venue or is that? Oh, no, it's just like a, a local town event. Like how, what is oh, it's, it? It's called Rocking on the River or Rolling? Uh, rocking. Oh, okay. Like how, I think, um, like I think Wontaw State Park. Yeah, all or, the parks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the parks. Like how they have like the park series over there, like that's put on by the district or the town and stuff. I that's, added I added two to my calendar that hopefully i'll go to there's i mean i would there's blue oyster cult playing there too in uh on long island uh-huh i just really i want to hear the two songs that they sing but uh the other one is junior marvin's whalers and mm-hmm. uh peter noon is going to be there too so and i think honestly peter noon puts on one of the best concerts i've ever been to so and for free man that's awesome and for you to, who Didn't don't know, Sant- who, I feel like Santana performed at no, one of them like a few years never. ago. There's no way Santana would have. Yeah, I think no, Carlos 100%, Sanchez, no Santana. Way. There's no way. I was surprised way. too, dude. There's was, no way Carlos Santana did a free dude, concert. Dude, I was surprised too. I'm almost positive I saw his name booked as one of them. No, maybe you saw like Santana tribute band. I I even double checked it and it kept on saying Carlos Santana unless. There's just another Carlos Santana that's playing Carlos Santana as an imp- imposter. I mean, uh, that's hard for me to. I, I it was hard for me too, but I I looked it up and it was legit, or at least last time I I looked into it, it was. 
but yeah, this Queen tribute band was actually really well, uh, really good. And I saw them uh, ways back at uh, Oneonta. Uh, they performed at O-Fest. So that's already like eight years ago, eight, nine years ago that I saw them, or maybe seven. But well, yeah. Weren't, were you, when did you graduate college? Uh, 08. So you would have been, that's after the fact. What do you 2007 mean? is 10 years ago. So Yeah, wow. Which I think, yeah. I, as much as I ranted two episodes or three episodes ago, I think I'm going to end up going to the reunion. Really? <laughs> what made you... I don't... I don't... That's just, Like, I just... I don't know. I feel bad if I don't go, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't know what made me change my mind, but I still think it's stupid. But... I, I mean... Know. But it seems like it, you were pre like I don't want to say pressured. Right, you were pressured by a lot of uh, fellow classmates. So I mean, and it's funny because the the main person that pressured me now can't even go. They can't get off of work. Who is that? My friend John. Johnny. He's out in uh, North Kakalaki. Ah, uh, good old North Kakalaki. Yeah. That's well, but when is this reunion? It's on Saturday. All right. Are you going to be passing out marking out flyers? I'm not. Are I plan on. I, I'm a. I'm hoping there's a seat. B. I plan on sitting in that seat. And C. I hope the seat's in a corner. And D. Nobody <laughs> recognizes him and leaves him alone. No, honestly, like, like I, like I plan on just sitting in the corner. And like, if somebody comes up to me, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" It's like, "Oh, what have you been doing in ten years?" It's like. Facebook, just check it out on Facebook. Like me on Facebook. That's you should be like, I, I've been doing a very successful podcast, 50,000 listeners per week. Uh, yeah. And I love in life. Yeah. Pro yeah. wrestlers uh, love me. And uh, yeah, I it's love like, me. Oh, I, it's like I had the, it's like, who? oh, have you had any big names on the show? It's like, yeah, I had this person. Oh, I don't know him. I was like, well, do you like wrestling? No. Do you watch Dirty Rock? No. Yeah, that, like that's my go-to. It's like, oh, <laughs> do you know Judah Friedlander? Yeah, it's always awkward. You're like, do you watch Dirty Rock? It's one of the most successful shows on t t that was on television. And then you go into the movies and it's just, I mean, yeah. What do you mean you go to the movies? Well, like the Judah Friedlander movies. Like oh, you start, yeah. like you start with Dirty if you, Rock. If, no, if the, you Google Judah Friedlander, you will 100% know Judah Friedlander. Yeah, you he's, have to. Very recognizable figure. Yeah. Um, but like then I could I could go into like, oh, hey, the Green Ranger. Like although we didn't interview him or anything, but like, yeah, he was gracious enough to do a bumper for us. Oh, I, I go into Belding. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I go into Mr. Belding. I'm like, saved by the bell. And then and then some people are like, don't eat. I heard of the show. And I'm like, you heard of the show? You heard of Saved by the Bell? Yeah, like Mike's never watched Saved by the Bell. And like I, I bring up stuff from Saved by the Bell sometimes and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's awful. Like some <laughs> people they're like, Oh yeah, I've heard it's a movie, right? And I'm like, no, it's it's no it's, TV show. And it's funny because like last year for our cousin's birthday, I, I posted a thing on, on her Facebook wall about it was like a cartoon of, of Jesse. 
that says, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that it's your birthday. <laughs> and my mom last year asked me, she goes, like, what does that even mean? Like, why is that funny? I was like, what, what do you mean? Why is it funny? Like, you just won't get it. Like, like I'm uh, not going to sit here and explain. I'm so, I'm so yeah. scared. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so scared. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a heartbreaking, it. heartbreaking episode. Yeah. But let that be a lesson. Uh, don't do drugs. And uh, <laughs> if you require assistance, reach out. Reach out for assistance. Yeah. Just like Jesse Spano did. Um, yeah. So, there, I mean, the same thing goes with like just people not recognizing TV shows now. Happy Days. What? People don't recognize Happy Days? Nope. Brought it up to Erica. Brought it up to a few other she people. She doesn't know Happy Days? Nope. Brought it up to other people too. Nobody <laughs> what? knew what Happy Days was. I'm like, Did you sing the, the theme song? Yeah. Play, played the theme song. Played the theme song. Do they know the Brady Bunch? Oh, I didn't go into that vicinity. I'm scared to. I really, I, you know what? Who did you ask? Who else did you say? Um, uh, I went with the Neil Patrick Harris. No. With, uh, Doogie Howser. I, I know. I meant who else did you like say that to that Erica didn't know it? Oh, like Ty- Tyler didn't know. What? Uh, that makes no sense. Yeah. That like makes that, no sense that whatsoever. Like that. That like error, like the, the new incoming students and stuff like that. It, like people in the low twenties don't know these shows at all. Does she like that? Doesn't like I'm not like it's not computing in my head. I yeah, <laughs> that doesn't I mean, make sense. I I don't know. I grew up loving those shows. Like that, Perfect Strangers is always always Perfect funny. Strangers, I never watched. Really? No, I, that was never on when I was a kid. Oh, I used to love that show. <laughs> you like you watch like live episodes of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Odd Couple is always funny. Does she know Boy Meets World? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna say yes due to the, but only because of the new, like, uh, Girl Meets World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I don't understand. Mind blown, huh? It's not blown. It's just like I don't, I don't. It doesn't compute that information. Yeah, it's crazy though. In a year from now, we'll be at a uh, a wedding for my brother. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough morning. <laughs> All right, why is that? Well, because I think I have to be there. Like. <laughs> eight or nine or something for pictures because it's like nah. a, 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 a morning, it's a morning wedding is it going to be Cortland? no it's Long Island oh it's going to be on Long, Long, Long Island Long Island yeah alright you, you didn't get the save the date? no no I'm no. just kidding there is no save the date yet uh, I mean there I is was, you know the I mean, date I, of the I wedding mean, coming from the coming from a person that doesn't respond to my text or anything I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah, you have the date is saved in your calendar. Is it? It should be. Yeah, June ninth, two thousand eighteen. June ninth, two thousand eighteen. Where will I be at that time? I don't know. On Long Island at a wedding. Yeah. Unless you are SVP, no. No, no, no. Any uh, heads up on the food? Uh, I know the dessert's going to be insane. Uh, from what I read, 
Huh. There's like mad dessert. Like tw I think there's 12 tables of desserts. What? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's at the same place Chris got married. Oh. But, but I, don't rem I don't remember Chris no, having all these desserts. Right? They just put a cookie tray on the table and, and had cake, right? I really don't remember. Like, my memory is so shot. Uh, but, all right, well, we just spent less than an hour talking about our weeks. Yeah, we, but, any... no, the most important thing that needs to get brought up is the fact that, <clears throat> I think two weeks ago I might have brought it up that I wanted to go get, I, I've been craving cookies for the longest time. Whoa. Went to Costco. Didn't get the cookies. I think I said oh, that Oh, this is where episode. they told you to remember bringing this up. Okay, continue. I didn't get the cookies. I went, got cookies from BJ's. I got chocolate chip and I got sugar cookies. Those were by far the worst cookies I've ever had, aside from Chips Ahoy cookies. The absolute worst cookies I've ever had were those. I totally disagree. I think that the BJ's cookies are some of the best that I've there ever had. There was zero flavor. There was no flavor whatsoever. Raisin. At least try oatmeal raisin before you... I don't even want to because those other two were so disgusting. Dude, oatmeal raisin is the best. And the chocolate chip ones are delicious as well. They had no flavor. They didn't taste I, like a chocolate chip cookie. You know what? That's unfortunate to hear. But I totally disagree with you. And if you're saying they're good, then that means your taste buds are off. Well, maybe so. I have really, really bad allergies that clog my nose and, and interfere with all of that and make me all congested. You eat, so, you eat string and you're like, oh, this pasta is so good. That was only one time. <laughs> um, the, the, the treats that they sell there are really good. What do you mean I the mean, treats? Have you tried the, uh, what is it, like the waffle crisps? Yeah, the they're not waffle crisps. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're called. They're oh, what is it called? They're in my house right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> like those are it's really a good. Dutch name or something. Yeah, those are really good. And then same thing with the the puffs. I don't know. I don't, the like vanilla puffs. The tissues. Or it's not, huh? The tissues. <laughs> no, 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 the no. Puff no. brand tissues. It was a joke. Yeah, no, I got it. Um, yeah, those are really good too, but. Uh, yeah. I disagree with you on yeah, that Yeah, so I'm going to hopefully get to Costco and get their chocolate chip cookies because they, A, looked so much better than the ones at BJ's, and oh. B, they smelled absolutely delicious. They smelled like cookies. I you had a BJ's membership and a Costco membership? I mean, I don't, but my mom does. Yeah, they sell different things. Does she have Sam's Club too? No, there's no Sam's Club near us. Uh, they sell different things at Costco and BJ's. Do they? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's the same well, basic concept, but... Well, the most unfortunate thing for me is the BJ's up here, they closed the food court. So that means no more hot dogs. That's not really such an unfortunate thing. Uh, yeah, because they're opening up a Dunkin' Donuts instead there. They're, yeah, they did that by us too already. That's awful. Dude, the hot Dunkin' dogs Donuts the is – I would much rather have Dunkin' Donuts than a hot dog from – No way. How, I, do, you, how do you know they're not going to sell best. hot dogs still? From Dunkin'? Yeah, you don't know. No, dude. The hot dogs are the best. Now I want a hot dog. I made hot dogs in the air fryer this week. No. Yeah, 
phenomenal. That's probably the coolest hot dog, best hot dog I've ever had. I don't know why I said interesting. Someone it, oh. it came out like I, I just want I just want a crispy hot dog, like something you snap into. You know, I'm with you a little bit. I like a little bit of a snap to it, but the not like I like it a little bit burnt. Air fryer was good was good for that. It wasn't burnt at all, just crispy. Huh. I was watching the Mets game and they were playing in uh, Texas and I was talking to Brad about it, but they showed a picture of the hot dog that they have in Texas at the wherever at the Texas Ranger Stadium. And this thing is a monster. Like it looked like it was at least twelve like twelve inches long. Hot dog with chili and cheese. Oh, I don't like I I have to look this up, but it was insane. Um here, it's a monstrous two-foot-long hot dog called the Boomstick. It is smothered in chili and cheese, and it costs twenty-six dollars. Twenty-seven dollars, twenty-six bucks. Yeah, that is yeah, the this price of it. Doesn't look good to me. This hot dog does not look good. It's a pretzel bun. I'm good on that. I like pretzel pretzel buns. No, this is not an appetizing hot dog. I would, I, I would much the, the rather one, have... The one thing that gets me off of it is the $26, but it looks delicious. I, I For a one-time deal, I would definitely try that. No, I, I'm good on a two-foot-long hot dog. That makes no sense. I don't know. I, I, think don't, that... I don't need a hot dog smothered in cheese like that. I, first of all, I hate that kind of cheese. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm a big fan of that cheese. But, jeez, beer. I, I would much rather... Beer, the beer is $8.75. How much is it at, at Yankee Actually, Stadium and City Field? Probably, it's mad expensive there. Yeah, probably twelve dollars. I would much rather have a hot dog. I want to try one from Chicago. Uh oh, Chicago. The only time I've had that is at uh Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. Yeah. But those sound pretty good too. Well no, all right. We also had a pay per view this weekend. We might as well at some point get onto the pro wrestling talk, right? I mean, it is pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Yes. So. Yes, it is. Well, Extreme Worlds took place, and where did it take place from? Baltimore, Maryland, at the Royal Farms Arena. Yeah, we had a kickoff. Yeah, because that's what WWE loves to do. They love adding kickoff show matches at the very last second. And I think it's safe to say that both of us would have predicted this one. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, but, yeah. Overall, before who won? First of all, we tied four four. Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, tied four four. Uh, Kalisto defeated Apollo Cruz. I yeah. thought this was a really good opening match. I liked the ending where Kalisto did the Salida del Sol off of Titus O'Neil, knocked him off yeah, the apron. I, I was a big fan of that. I thought that that was a nice way to get Titus O'Neil involved in it. Um, it was a good opener, you know. The one yeah. thing that I'm going to mention now, uh, with the I think it was during this part, they had Nia Jax. Uh, yeah, on the kickoff show, yeah. This I wasn't that much of a fan of. Um, I mean, I'm going to bring this up again during Wait, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was because they were asking her if they, they should be like, worried, oh, cause about, worried about what? About her being involved in this kendo stick on a pole match. And like... All of that, and she was talking about, oh yeah, no, me and Bliss, uh, yeah, we're they were like saying how like they're best friends and whatever. 
I mean, which I yeah, from, no, I thought that was stupid too. From us seeing, like, knowing enough about like going on backstage, we do like they are good friends. They're Nia Jax is always snapping on Snapchat pick uh, with her and Alexa Bliss, and I think even coming up to NXT, they were both interviewed uh, when they first like got that um, during the draft. And I think that they both were saying how they're best friends and they're so happy to get being together. But I really thought that this was a bad break of character for Nia Jax. Yeah. Especially if you want to lead her going uh, – the possibility of her going into a title reign. Well, there's also – there's also like – I don't know. We'll touch it more with Raw, but – You know, I, I could take it both, both ways with it though because then it's not like – like I, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's as competitive, like competition. Yeah, but so far that's not happening. But yeah, all right. Well, I, I honestly I thought this was a big waste of a kickoff show though, where they only had the one match and whatnot. You had yeah, you had like an hour to do something. You just, I mean, why would you have another match or you could have had like another segment or something, something like that. Yeah, I definitely think another segment. I would. I don't know if I would have added another match. I mean, I'm all cool with kickoff shows because it kind of like that pre-show to the pay-per-view. And it also that also sucks where like the kickoff show matches are like extras on DVDs or don't for WrestleMania doesn't even make the cut. The cut. That's lame. The thing I don't like about it is like they use it to promote the card, I'll heavily promote the card. Yeah, it's but like, it's like I'm already like I'm already watching. tuning in and I already know the card. I don't need to like. But I yeah. guess the reason why they do it is because it's like it's free on YouTube, I guess, and Facebook yeah, Live but usually and stuff. The, yeah, but the people that watch the Facebook Live and YouTube, yeah. most likely they have a uh, uh, the network account or it's are like, watching it with friends. It's like back in the day when you would order the pay-per-view and you get the free kickoff show well, as soon as yeah. you ordered it with like Doc Hendricks and stuff. And you'd be like, this match right here, Austin and, and Rock. That was not a good impression of Michael Hayes by any chance, but... It was pretty close, though. My my throat is not up to the <laughs> up to it. Yeah. Well, uh, but with the actual uh, pay per view kicking off, you had Miz defeating Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. I um, where if if Dean Ambrose was DQ'd, he would have lost the title. Yeah. Um, but this was kind of disappointing. The really? Fact that, well, no, no. Uh -huh. The fact that Elias Sampson didn't get involved. Okay. I, I like this match where, like, Miz tried so hard to get DQ'd where he had Maurice slap him. He's like, slap me, slap me. Which yeah. I thought was absolutely one of the funniest things I've ever seen with, uh, on the on the after show, Raw Talk. Oh, they, yeah. They were like, you're clearly yelling for Maurice to slap you. He goes, no, I'm saying I love you. And, like, they're showing the slap. He goes, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he's, like, mouthing it along. Yeah. And he's like, that's what I'm saying. And, I thought uh, it was and Maurice is, Maurice like, is like Miz likes that kind of thing like we're like <laughs> like some sort of kinky thing or whatever. I thought it was so fun, so fun. I thought I thought it was a, it was a fun match, especially with the DQ aspect attitude. I, I enjoyed that DQ aspect a lot more than I expected it to because it kept on playing up so much. And then I even I loved the ending of it where Ambrose was tossed into the referee. Referee, uh, I, well that, that no the, that I thought was stupid. Like, you're going to try, you're like, oh, I'm going to DQ you, you got tossed into me. Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, sense. I thought it was more of a, the referee would think that he hit him on a 10th. Yeah, that's like, just he, stupid. But I did like the ending, how you thought that it was going to end with that moment, like with the DQ, 
But then Dean, Amb- uh, Dean Ambrose got hit with the skull-crushing finale instead, and it was a clean victory. Yeah. I, I really like that instead of going with the DQ finish. I like that they teased that DQ finish, but then he still hit his finisher and still picked up a pinfall victory. Yeah, it's just weird that they continue the thing with Samson. Well, I mean, at least they did. At least the pay per view wasn't without Samson. Yeah, he did perform somewhere in between, but like that—that yeah. uh, that was like, what? Like, what did that accomplish? Where would you include him in this match then? The ending. But a hundred percent, yes, a hundred. What for Dean to cause yeah. the distraction, for Dean, or because no, when that we would have caused that would have caused the DQ. He would have attacked Miz. Now, obviously, that okay, okay, that's him. why. Okay, but like that would have been like him and Miz were in cahoots or something like that. Like oh. Miz tried to get his own wife to get him DQ'd. Yeah, Which um, that also would have been stupid if that happened. But yeah, but I thought it was a great, great uh, match to open. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Swan and Banks taking on Fox and Dar, picking up the victory. Uh, another good match. Did you not think so? Oh, no. I had to sneeze. Oh. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I thought it was a, a good match, too. I love that spot, the double knees off the top rope from Sasha Banks to Noam Dar. Yeah. Uh, off the turnbuckle to the outside. Yeah. I thought that, yeah. It's, I, I, it, it sucked. Like, some parts of it sucked where, like, Sasha Banks and uh, Alicia Fox were, like, downgraded to just doing cat fight stuff. Where, like, they rolled around and, like... Did the normal Nearly thing landed that, right on Swan. Did you hear what I said? What's that? With the, like how the women did what they did with like the cat fight stuff, it sucked. Yeah. And then, yeah. then, uh, oh, you said Lance. I, I did. Slam. I did like the how they did have like how I mentioned before with the banks hitting Dar. Then, yeah, I, I was going to say had that intergender intergender was, action. Yeah, and then after like they, I complained about how it's like, oh, it sucks that they're doing this cat fight stuff. And then Sasha Banks did what she did to Noam Dar, and it's like, oh damn! See, why don't they? Why can't they do that? Yeah. Like, if she's capable of doing that, like, why not? Why even have the cat fight stuff? I really wish that they would do just do a, a male versus female match at some point. You know, uh, kind of like the Sable versus Mark Marrow. Like, I wish that they would do something like that. That's, I think that that's that, what you go with. What about yeah, Brock, I mean, What is it? Brock Lesnar versus Stephanie McMahon. I I don't remember. I would have gone with something like China versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, anything China, of course. Um, yeah, but after this match, they had that Samson segment. But now we get to a one, really questionable moment. One of, the, of two of my least favorite pay-per-view moments. Yeah, potentially up this, there for... It just, one of the worst matches of the year. It just didn't make sense. They had the kendo stick on a pole match for the women's championship. And then Bailey beforehand cutting a promo saying that she's been studying all of her Tommy Dreamer and then Steve Blackman. Like, I, If she was studying Sandman, she would have been drunk on the way to the ring. Yeah. Or drinking or, some, or smoking or something like that. Yeah. I, get, I get it. He used a kendo stick. Uh, Steve Blackman, not a not a bad person to study either with the use of a kendo stick. But all of them not but, really. But uh, yeah, she clearly didn't study so hard though. Yeah. Uh, Did you say all of them? Not what? Not all that. Uh, winning too many matches. Yeah. Well. But it was 
big disappointment. Yeah, it, just, it just didn't make any sense. Like they like went for the the kendo stick right away. Yeah, and then even when the kendo stick got involved, it it dropped out of Bailey's hand onto the the ring mat. Like what's the? I don't understand what what is the point of having it up on the pole if anyone in the match can use it. Right? Why say? Why promote a match saying that the first person gets it can use it when it it doesn't matter? You could be the second person that gets it and you could still use it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I really. And and then the the ending happened, and I'm like, that's that's it. It was like a four minute match. Yeah, it was just. I mean, you had the Bailey to Belly or Belly to Bailey, whatever it's called. Bailey to Belly. Bailey to Belly. Yeah. All right, and it was just, it was awful. I mean. There was that one moment where Bailey finally had the kendo stick and she was going to go hit Bliss and Bliss and then, just double leg takes uh, – hits her with a spear. More kendo stick shots. DDT. End of match. It I, was yeah, just – I did not get it at all. Um, it, it was awful. And that, that's – it. just to follow up that going in promo, the Bailey, this is your life. Yeah. Just not a good way it to – It was 100% on par with that. Segment. Can can we just leave Bailey alone now? Like I feel like she just didn't convert over to the main roster as well as they thought she would. No, I they're they're not doing it. Yeah, I mean she's doing, but I don't know if they're her, not doing what they should have done. When Bailey came out, she was booed. I don't think that she was brought out at the right time. Yeah, we saw that last week. Yeah, but even still, I mean, I don't think that her gimmick is carrying over even if they tried to do it i don't think that her gimmick is good for it i mean i forgot who we i was listening to it like probably Meltzer and whoever else he talks to but they're talking about how with her like the wwe um they expect every single fan of the main roster to be watching nxt and stuff like that yet there's a lot of a good majority of the audience doesn't watch nxt so you have some of these wrestlers that come up, and people really don't know them too much, and I just don't think that Bailey was. I don't think it, if you if you didn't know Bailey by the time she debuted, that's on you. But even still, I don't think that she. I don't think that she's the cal- same caliber as Sasha Banks. I know they put on a good match, but I think Sasha Banks is up there a lot higher than Bailey. Bailey to me is just. Bland, nothing special, pure gimmick. And that gimmick is not going far right now. Well, if you're listening to this, I'm a fan of you, Bailey. I mean, yeah, send us a bumper to markingout1 at gmail.com. Thanks. Uh, Next up, you had Cesaro. This is definitely my match of the night. I I 100% was, Uh, aside from the next match after that as well. Yeah, that top notch. Uh, well, for this match, you had the Hardy Boys defending their championships against Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro and Sheamus coming out as the victors in the steel cage match. Though honestly, the one thing I didn't like about this was the fact when uh, Jeff Hardy climbs out, he escapes, leaves Matt in there alone. Uh, Jeff goes back, climbs up to the top, does a whisper in the wind, which and, was awesome. Yeah, uh, and then all of a sudden, oh. Jeff Hardy has to now escape again. Yeah. I don't know when well, that's I mean, ever I, been a rule. 
I don't. I think that did spin a rule. No, I mean, usually his two person, feet touch the outside of the. Yeah, but when have but when has someone really entered back into it? I feel like I'm whenever. They, sure, that's had to have happened. I feel like when someone enters back into it, they're back into they're entering themselves back into the match. No, I don't. I disagree with that. I feel like they're still entering themselves back. But if they were going, if they were going with that route, I would have liked it for Matt Hardy to not have realized that Jeff was back in the match, and had Matt Hardy escape the cage and be like, "Oh yeah, we won, Jeff, we won," and then holy crap, Jeff is in the ring. I have to go get Jeff, or Jeff has to now climb out. Sheamus and Cesaro are on their way up. They're climbing the cage. Let me go get Jeff and drag him out of the ring, and then they do the end sequence that they did. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked that. I, I'm I'm fine with him entering the ring again, but I do think that once he enters, he's back into the match. But even without that aspect, it still didn't play a factor. No, no, no. because because it was still uh, unless was it Matt pulling Jeff out? Yeah. I you know I still that think that. It, but I, I thought I thought this match was damn good though. I mean, you had a top rope white no uh, top rope. White noise uh, double team. Yeah, the, the stuff like, they, the, the 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 use of the cage in this was really good. I thought with the with them coming like more towards the middle of the ropes and and stuff doing doing moves like that. Yeah. I thought I thought for sure we were going to see Cesaro do a deadlift suplex off of the cage to Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy at, at when they were climbing out. I was a big fan of this. I mean, and then you had the double uh, Celtic cross. Yes, which nobody. They all of a sudden didn't know it, it was the Celtic cross. Yeah. They were like, oh, it was like a, a, a double team razor's edge. No. I'm like, what, no. bro? He's it been was, doing was... a Celtic cross since how? Since, since like his career in WWE started. Right. But I guess maybe he doesn't do, he doesn't do it anymore. No, he does. He does it still. Wait, is it called the Celtic but, cross? Yeah, yeah, that's the Celtic cross. Is it called yeah. the Celtic cross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought that this was, as we said before, a very good match. I'm actually a I'm, lot of fun. I'm on his Wikipedia page. It doesn't say Celtic Cross. It says High Cross. And Pale High Justice. Cross. And Pale Justice, yeah. Used from 2010 to 2011, the running crucifix powerbomb. It was definitely called the Celtic Cross. Had yeah, that was the Celtic Cross. Well, like... How like it's stupid that they were like oh razor's edge double razor's edge, yeah. But but yeah, great use of the of everything in the match. Mm-hmm. I and agree. Cesaro and Sheamus are now the champions. Yeah, very happy. And that ending, I loved. I love how it was a race to the finish. I really liked that. I liked how it could have went either way. And were you, I thought it was were you yelling at your television, just drop down Cesaro and Sheamus? <laughs> like, all they had to do no. was drop down. They would have won. Right I, I, I definitely was attached to the uh, network during the time. Uh, I was definitely glued to it. Yeah. And I now, found it very and now, entertaining. And now Matt Hardy packed his bags, went home. Jeff is yeah. home. They had a kid today or? Yeah, uh, today or yesterday. So congratulations to Matt and Rebby. Um, and did, I, did they say the name of the kid? Uh, yeah, uh, Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang, named after the UK superstar, um, which is kind of weird. I would never expect them to have such a relationship with Wolfgang after his UK appearance, 
for the UK championship, but did, you know, they, they must have just did they say the middle name? Yeah. Uh Matt Matt and Rebby tweeted out, but I forgot what the middle name was. Let's see, Matt Hardy. It is Oh, ex, is it Xander? Maybe. Wolfgang Xander Hardy. Wolfgang Xander Hardy. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Wolfie. Wolfie X. Wolfie X Hardy debuted. Was born. So I guess yeah. they're gonna start they're gonna call him Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, when is Wolfie's first match? We all know Maxwell. Yeah, he's got even at such a young age for for Maxwell, he's got a lot to live up to so far. Yeah, I mean Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. he had his first match at what age? I don't know, even two, like two three, two months. Yeah, no, I, mean, I think EC three. Oh yeah, that's right. It was even. I thought was, right? I was thinking of the total deletion. Did he delete EC three or Rockstar Spud? I think it was Spud. I'm trying to think. I know at an indie show he picked up the victory. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah. But uh, the next match, a submission match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, it was, not a, it was a, not a good English accent. It was Scottish. Yeah. You, 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 you but know he, better. he sounds, to me, he kind of sounds Scottish, so. Hmm. But not really. But yeah, so Neville retained the championship over Austin Aries. Made him tap out. Yeah, very, very good match. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I feel like this match didn't get enough credit. The crowd was just like not... The crowd sucked for this pay-per-view. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this match very much so. And, and it was like every time Austin Aries would lock in a submission, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> And then, uh, then he did. Then uh, what's his name? I keep saying Rich Swan. Neville did the did the uh, shooting star press. Yeah, whatever it's called. The Phoenix. Whatever. No, the Red Arrow. The Red Arrow. Yeah. And then immediately from the Red Arrow, he did the Rings of Saturn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I thought that was that was sick. Wait, was it? Did he do that into that? Yeah, right yeah. into the rings of Saturn. Yeah, so this is a good match, Neville. I, I love champion. that they call it the rings of Saturn too. Yeah, because Perry Saturn. Like, what else would it be? Realistically, Exa- exactly, it has to be Perry Saturn. Yeah, I mean, it was his move and stuff. But I like it that they're calling it actually what it is, you know, as opposed to make it up a give it a brand new name. Yeah. Uh, next up, you have the like, main event of the evening. Yeah, like the it wasn't it also oh. the, the Batista bite. I don't know, but also <laughs> I. What about that suicide dive that Aries did though? Which through the bottom or, no, or? where Neville was on the ground and he missed. To me, that looked really weird because it looked like Neville was down for like a full five seconds, and Aries just dove out of the ring for the heck of diving. I don't know. It may have just been the way that the angle of the camera, but it looked like Aries was just diving for nothing. Um, but yeah, next up you had the main event of the evening, the, Samoa Joe. The absolute hey. dud of the evening. Well, no, not the absolute. Because talk, it depends. Uh, pick up the big, yeah, okay. Fatal Five-Way. Fatal Five-Way, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, Reigns, Rollins. 
Um, first off, entrances, we don't get the demon. We don't I'm get 100%. Finn Balor. I'm fine with that. I agree with you. I oh, although I was I of course was hoping to see it. I was actually hoping it wasn't. You, the mark in me was hoping to see because it. Because what's extreme rules? Ex- what do you mean? What is extreme rules? It's a meaningless pay-per-view. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that but that's I understand and I'm logical uh if you think of it logically, I am totally supportive of it. But the mark in me wanted to see the demon. But I totally love that he wasn't uh, – he didn't date – like wasn't used at this moment. Um, I think – that's why I think that if you do do Bat- Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, it could be that moment that you debut the demon. Has he done the demon on main roster yet? Yeah, he won the Universal Championship. As the demon, right? I believe so, yeah. It was just so long ago. Um. Uh, since his return back, we haven't seen. No. Um, but this match was really good. You saw Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt teaming up for a good amount of it. I thought that was a pretty cool to see the chemistry between them. And then you ha- you played off of the Samoa Joe got hit by him, uh, by Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt covering up. And then there's that chair spot where... Bray Wyatt was going to hit Samoa Joe or I think Finn Balor with the chair and then proceeded to switch over to Finn Balor and hit him with the chair instead of Samoa Joe. Yeah, uh, but I just want to say that this was the absolute worst Extreme Rules match I've ever seen. Yeah. The action, all the stuff that they were doing would have been Don't perfectly fine. Don't forget match. No, no. This, no, no. Not oh, the pay-per-view. Extreme Rules. Okay, okay. Like Everything, the match itself was fine, but everything, like, oh... First time ever, Fatal 5-Way Extreme Rules match. Oh, this match, it was so extreme. It was so brutal. It was extreme, blah, blah, blah. We saw a chair spot. We saw steel steps. Was there a kendo stick in this match? No. No, barricade. Chair, chair, stairs, barricade. We've seen every... And and, and yeah, and the commentary table. Seen all four of those things in normal matches. Yeah, what, I, I think that, extreme about that. Nothing. I don't think there was anything extreme about this. The one I, I'm also going to say, I love the 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 start of the match where Roman Reigns was just standing in the ring flexing. I love that. How you had every all the other four wrestlers pair up, leaving Roman Reigns by himself, dead center in the ring, just like stretching himself out a little bit. Then the four of them get to the outside of the ring brawling, leaving just Roman Reigns dead center in the ring. Still continuing just to flex and like take his time and stuff. I love that because playing up that that heelish character that the fans the fans obviously talk about Roman Reigns not being as active in matches like this. Just like in when he uh, was in the Royal Rumble, he sat in the corner for so yeah. long, yeah. and now they're gonna do that. Got a ton of heat for him winning after just sitting there for so long. And now you're going to do this where he just really just bides his time and watches and the fans were booing him. And I, I really was a fan of that. Yeah, but this, this match was just super annoying. I mean, I was a fan of some of the spots like the Rollins splash to the table. Uh, you had that, that barricade spear spot I don't ever like. But I like that it was a culmination of Finn Balor's heat. Like Finn Balor had the spotlight on him. It was with the chair to the everything. He was just rolling. And then he got hit with the cocaine. What is it? The cocaine? Yeah. Cocaine clutch. And then that's where the spear happened. 
And the end of the match, I really did like. I liked the end of the match where Finn Balor hit the coup, uh, I thought coup it was de grace. Well, also, first of all, all of a sudden, commentary is saying it's the coup de grace. Since when do they on pronounce it? On Monday Night Raw, they, take, they say gras. Do they? Yeah. I thought they said gras. No, they took – I think it was just who – like. Corey Graves, someone pronounced the S by accident. I think it was Michael Cole that said Corey Yeah, Ross. maybe it was him. But even still, I, I thought, thought that was – I don't know. I'm, I said that was garbage. I, I thought that was awesome because – I. She did the same thing last week on Raw. Yeah, but I thought that for sure. I was just like, is he going to pick it up now? And then you had Roman Reigns get in there and then it was back. No, no. Uh, no, he was in there. He hit it on Roman Reigns. Yeah, and then just like the, the Monday Night Raw, Samoa Joe steals the victory. Okay, I was going to ask you about that. And we might as well mix this together with what happens on Monday Night Raw. What do you think of that victory? I think the Samoa Joe. Stupid. The, the, I, I want to wait. No, I want to wait for just to touch on what okay. happened with Raw. But okay. I thought this match was stupid. I thought it was garbage as far as the Extreme Rules goes. Because even, even if it was – it didn't even have to be Extreme Rules. Nothing extreme happened. A fatal, yeah. a fatal five-way is still going to be a, under those rules. Yeah. You can't have a DQ in a fatal five-way. That's the same exact thing. People could use chairs and stuff in, in a normal match like that. When you do an extreme rules match, it, I mean, ex, yeah, an extreme rules match, it should be like yeah. what we got in like ECW and stuff. Yeah. It should be hardcore wrestling. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it should be hardcore wrestling, and it should have been more action. Yeah, it, it's, mean, it was just all. It was more so of a, like it was a wrestling match. Yeah, it was. It was. I liked what did Bubba Ray tweeted out something? I forget what he tweeted. Let me see. Is this it? No, that's not it. I forget. Bubba Ray tweeted out something that I liked. I thought it was a good tweet about how, like, back when it was actually hardcore or extreme. I I, don't, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, you kind of did. I sent it to you, but... Yeah, I didn't click it. Eh, you responded to it. Oh, maybe I did. But, yeah, so it just, that was just not, it was not an Extreme Rules match. It was not, oh, my God, this match was so extreme. It was so brutal. Yeah. It was a normal match with a chair spot, a steel steps, table, and barricade. An overdone yeah. barricade spot, I might add. Yeah, definitely overdone. But let's, I, yeah. let's just move on to Monday Night Raw right now. Yeah, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which Bray Wyatt basically calls everyone out from the Fatal Five-Way match. And said, one by one, he's going to punish every one of them. And he said, the the biggest one of all that he's going to punish is Roman Reigns. Calls him out. Reigns comes out. Unexpectedly hits Bray. Leads right into the match. Where Roman Reigns defeated Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it was Superman punch spear. Well, I have to say, though, right off the bat, when they did the Sister Abigail spot, where he's like, he almost immediately goes to hit it. And then gets reversed into a Superman punch miss. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
Yeah. It just sucks that, like, Bray Wyatt, how many months ago was WWE champion and now? It's like they want us to forget. Yeah. It's really like they want us to forget that. It's not even, yeah, just, like, just over two months. Yeah. And now it's just, it's nothing. I know. Um, yeah. This, but, it was a, yeah. Yeah, backstage, though, we had uh, Alexa Bliss talking with Kurt Angle, which I thought was one of the funniest segments um, based on truth, where uh, Alexa Bliss was like, oh, I want to celebrate. I want to have Alexa Bliss. This is my life. And Kurt's like, that's the dumbest idea ever. Last week was one of the worst rated segments in Raw history. I popped for that. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious because like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it was, it was like, terrible. <laughs> thank you for saying what needed to be said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, I popped huge. For, I was surprised that he actually said that. Yeah. And then, uh, but then he mentions that he's like, didn't you uh, promise Nia Jax a title match? She goes, he goes, well, she's got a title shot tonight and then made the match. So that was fine. I thought it was a funny segment. Yeah, I I agree. Um, next up, you had another segment. Uh, you had let's see. It started with Samson in the ring. Yeah, Samson singing, playing his guitar, singing a song about Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Ambrose came out, attacked him, and then called out Miz. Miz appears on the Titan Tron and goes, "You don't get your rematch." Tonight is a celebration for me winning the championship. And from behind, Samson attacked Ambrose. Which I was ha- – at first I was really pissed off because Ambrose kind of jobbered Samson out. Yeah, you that, know? that like was disappointing. That was 100% disappointing to me. Like we were just like, oh, I'm going to talk to you. Oh, dirty deeds. Roll to that side of the ring. Let me cut my well, promo like, now. Wouldn't this segment have made way more sense if Samson was the one that cost – Ambrose, that championship? Yes. Well, the, the way I view it now is Ambrose' frustration taking it out on Samson, which I didn't like. But I'm so happy that Samson had the last word with hitting him with his finisher. Which I don't understand. They keep calling it a, uh, a swinging neckbreaker. Yeah. It's a rolling cutter. Like, yeah. I, I guess like a cutter no matter what. Cody Rhodes. Okay, I was trying to right? think. Like, that, that's his. Yeah, name. that's the crossroads. So, like, I don't understand why they call it a swinging neck breaker. Yeah, but um, but after after yeah. that, Kurt Angle ended up giving Ambrose the night off. I am happy that Samson's maintaining his spot in the IC picture, though. Yeah, but what's it gonna like? What it's not like? Not I don't. Really, but at the I don't. Same time, I don't know yet, but I. I'm hoping that by the next pay per view that they do, he will be involved in the IC match with these two. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe triple threat match. But Angle gave Ambrose the night off, and uh, then later on he snuck back in. Yeah. But up next, another segment. Samoa Joe cuts his promo about winning at Extreme Rules. Um, be not be not afraid of Brock Lesnar. Which I honestly I thought this was his best mic stuff since coming to WWE. Yeah, I I thought it was good. I mean, but even still, it's like, like I 
I'm not too entertained by him. His mic work made me believe more that he could beat Brock Lesnar than everything else that he's done in the ring. Yeah. But Paul Heyman came out, cuts him off, they exchange words, and Joe chokes him out. Which they yeah. they, they showed Paul later. But we saw we saw someone who did this. Didn't Rollins attack Heyman to get to Lesnar? I don't know. Someone attacked used Paul Heyman as a as a prop in order to get was to it, Brock Lesnar. Wasn't it was it Reigns? Goldberg. Goldberg. It was Goldberg? Oh. Right? Didn't Goldberg spear him? Oh no, please. And hit him with the jackhammer or something? Nah, I definitely don't think the jackhammer, but Maybe not Jackhammer, but I think that there was a physical altercation. like it, it's not the first time that Paul Heyman was used as the pawn. But yeah. Uh Next up, you had Cesaro and Sheamus defending their titles against Slater and Rhino. That's really Quick nothing to yeah, broke say. Kick. It's like if Golden Truth were still together, it would have been them here. Yeah. yeah Slater and Rhino, one of the biggest ta- uh, tag teams from SmackDown after their title reign, to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, to nothing. Up next, TJP defeated Mustafa Ali, where beforehand uh, Neville and TJP were discussing backstage a potential title shot for him. And he goes, "Oh, I'll, I'll speak to, I'll speak to the commissioner." Yeah. Turns out, comes back out after the match. He goes, "Yes, yeah, so I spoke, I spoke to Angle." Sorry, I don't have that much pull. Can't do it. It's not going to work. And he goes, no, we're both going back there right now to speak, blah, blah, blah. And then Neville kicks him. Neville attacks him. Neville's just on another level. I don't I don't actually think he kicks him, but I think that he just attacks him. But Yeah, I think he just throws him throws him down. Yeah, so I, and I honestly, I think turning Neville heel was one of the best things, plus giving him the title. One of the best yeah. things WWE could have done. I totally Just the, agree. The, the, it's, a, it's something brand new for him that he needed. Yeah, the mic work that he's been putting out, is, is I, I think that's fantastic. Very fresh. Yeah. I, I thought it was really good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, up uh, next, they were at the commentary table, and Kurt Angle called Corey Graves away. Um, and they treated it as if, like, oh, like, how could they do this, like, live on air and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm going to have to wait to like pass judgment until we see what yeah. it leads to. I'm going to hold off to see what, where this is going with, but I'm not going to put it past potential disappointment. It's like the, right now, the only way, like the only thing I want out of Samoa Joe winning that number one contendership is if he does beat Brock Lesnar and become Universal Champion, the only thing I want from that is for the blackmail to be something around Kurt Angle needing to wrestle again. And that would lead to Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe for the Universal Championship. Huh. Because they've done great work in the past. Yeah, TNA. Obviously never in WWE, but yeah. So I would 100% want to see Angle versus Joe again. So. Well, I'm 
I'm open to it, but if that is going to be a match, I want to see other people versus Angle. Uh, like yeah, I, I like if it's like I hope that it's not his. Obviously, like he's he, we have seen him in action on the indie scenes. Like he had multiple matches with Cody Rhodes. I would just like to see his last, like one of his few matches, be with some of these other wrestlers as well, not just um, Samoa Joe. You know, yeah, I don't want I don't, this. I don't know if it. I mean, it could potentially be, but you never know. It yeah, it doesn't have to be. But uh, yeah, up next, the match we saw Kalisto defeating Titus O'Neil, where Kalisto actually used Titus's trunks to to pick up the victory. I'm. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and I, and Tozawa watching the entire time. Yeah, because I guess beforehand, backstage uh, on YouTube or whatever, they had Titus O'Neil. Well, first they had Apollo Crews and, and Tozawa talking. And Titus O'Neil came up and tried to get him to join the Titus brand. Yeah. And Titus O'Neil went to 205 Live this week and also tried to persuade him, persuade him. Yeah, so are, are we gonna, I mean, we all know about the past of Cruz and Tazawa. Yeah, 100%. are we going to see? Are we going to see that happen? I'm, I'm all for them joining forces. That gives Tazawa a main event, not a main event, a main roster storyline. Would that? Can you potentially have Tazawa join them while maintaining face? Kind of like Cruz right now. He's not really a heel. Right. I mean, Cruz Titus is heel. Yeah, Cruz isn't heel right now. Yeah, t- like Titus is heel, but. Cruz is really – he's just like a worker bee kind of, you know, trying to promote himself. Yeah. And I could see I could see it working. Especially you might as well put the Tazawa and Cruz together because solo-wise, Cruz hasn't done as much as he really should have. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. Uh, next up, you had – That could even like play – like, I mean, I don't see it happening, but that could play into like – Right now, Cesaro or Sheamus are tag team champions. And it's like, oh, I'm Titus O'Neil. I want to get my boys a title shot. And they're like, these little guys, we could we could snap them like that. Like, what are they going to do to us? And, like, they actually put up a fight. And then that's, to me, that's something fresh. Because you don't really yeah. expect somebody so small to, to put up a fight against muscular dudes and whatever. I know. I mean, yeah. not, not taking anything away from... Cruz, because he's super jacked. Yeah, but definitely. Uh, yeah, so they had up next the celebration for Miz. Um, Miz attacked a bear that was was dancing there after Maurice said that she didn't hire him. Yeah, I didn't understand that part. She didn't hire the bear. So then who hired the bear? Yeah, I, I mean, it could have been Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but Bear ended up being all ego. Yeah, Ethan Page was the Bear. Yeah, although he seems to think it was Johnny Gargano, which I mean (laughs) anybody could have understand uh, could see that. I know you were confused a little. I wasn't confused. I know. And Um, then they they brought out a a present for Miz, which Miz absolutely destroyed. Uh, and Maurice is like pleading with him to stop because it was a grandfather clock that she had gotten him for, for winning, which makes no sense because he won it last night and she spent months on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
And, and then Dean Ambrose attacked Miz from behind because he was the cameraman. Which I feel like we've seen that before with Ambrose. Yeah, we've seen that many times with Ambrose. It's always one of those, like, no, but when like, the cameraman I mean, starts to get that close and stuff, you're like, oh. Like, specifically, I feel like we saw him as a camera guy attacking people. I, I think so, too. I think we have. Yeah. So, up next, we had Enzo Amore. Uh, throughout the night, they, they were cutting promos or whatever. Enzo was like, Cass, like, oh, I'm going to have Enzo's back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cass, mysteriously taken out backstage earlier. Or did he take himself out? <clears throat> I have to assume it was that. I have to assume Cass took himself out, set it up. Uh, and I think for the most part, the replacement that would have... Who was like... Like Big Show ended up being Enzo's partner. Is there somebody else in this match that would have made way more sense to you? Uh, Taking on the club. Not booked. I know what you want long. me to say, but no. How not? It doesn't make sense to me. Daphne Balor? I think that would have made the most sense, yeah. I don't think that would have made sense to me. The only way that, yeah, that would have made sense to me. But I guess, now, I mean, now I see more so not because you can't have Finn Balor losing to Cass. Yeah. So anyway, the match, I enjoyed the stuff with Enzo and Big Show, where Big Show like kind of played it off as if he was like a heel. Kind of like, I'm not interested in anything you're selling me, Enzo. And then, like, Enzo goes into the whole thing, and then Big Show's like, well, all right, and goes into, like, the fine and dandy Big Show and does the Enzo gimmick and stuff. I thought it was So fun. tired of him. I know, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I'm tired of him. I enjoyed the stuff that they did inside the match also. Uh, I could have gone without it. But uh, I guess the main thing to take away is that Cass was kind of pissed off at Big Show after the match. Yeah, he's like you. You're you've been away for weeks, and then you just randomly show up when cat when Enzo needs a partner. So, it yeah, I didn't really like the choice of Big Show, but yeah, but that's gonna get that's gonna get Cass over big time. Yeah, think about that. Think of Enzo. I mean, Cass versus Big Show. Yeah, love it. Can't wait to see it. Match of the year candidate for sure. Uh, next up, you had Alexa Bliss defending her championship against Nia Jax because of that title defense that she promised her, but seemed to have forgotten. Um, this played off the she entire just night. Tried to not get the title shot. Huh? She didn't forget. She just tried to not make it a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Earlier in the night, you had. Alexa Bliss tried to get Sasha Banks, tried to get Mickey James, tried to get Dana Brooke on her on her side. Sasha's like, yeah, okay, left. And then Mickey James and Dana Brooke were like, well, we're not going to be on your side, but we're going to be ringside. Like, I don't understand why that makes sense. Yeah. But they were ringside, and Alexa Bliss attacked them. They attacked her. That caused a disqualification, and I like that Nia Jax kind of like aided Alexa Bliss without even like meaning to. 
Because, like, she was like, well, what the hell? I'm going to – she goes and attacks Mickey James and Dana Brooke. Yeah. And then Bliss drops Jax and then runs off. But then Nia Jax attacks, attacks both of them. I I liked it. Yeah. I, I just I still good. that makes no sense as to why they were ringside. Yeah, well the division I guess maybe it's... they were scouting the champion or something, but that still makes no sense. No. Overall, it just doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, no. That's the yeah. Main event time you had Samoa Joe defeat Seth Rollins uh which like I said before, I don't like because of what happened on Raw last week and what happened at the pay-per-view, that doesn't make me believe that he could defeat Brock Lesnar. He stole a victory both times. And he's not going to have a victory for somebody to steal it from at Extreme Rules. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, since we know Paul Heyman said that Brock Lesnar will be on Raw next week, which I didn't like the fact that Paul was like able to be up and talking on the phone and stuff. What do you mean? Like that should have oh, put him in like the... yeah, yeah. He gets locked in the Coquina clutch and he's perfectly fine afterwards. That should have been like a hospital visit or something. Yeah, I definitely think he should have been playing that injury. Or that attack up more. But they announced that Brock Lesnar will be on Raw next week, which I think a huge brawl needs to happen. That, like, the locker room needs to separate them. Something, that, something big. Kind of like Undertaker Lesnar. Yeah, something huge like that needs to happen. It has to be full-fledged brawl where they break it up or attempt to break it up. Um, I don't need to see Brock Lesnar come out, try to tease that he's about to fight Joe. And Lesnar's going to walk away, or Joe's going to come out, tease that he's going to fight Lesnar, and then Joe's going to walk away? Well, you know that's what we're going to see. That seems like what we always see, and I don't want... That's going to be It's going to be Brock, Brock Lesnar's going to jump onto the ring apron, and then jump off. He's not... Yeah, he's going to jump on it? Yeah. And then jump off. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. Um. So, yeah... That's it. SmackDown. Shane McMahon unveiled the uh, women's Money in the Bank briefcase, which there goes my my storyline. <laughs> even though they showed the briefcase too. The, yeah. I, when, when did they show it? Um, Apparently, like, showed... I don't understand if people knew that it was going to be white and gold. During the pay-per-view, the, the poster. Oh, is, it was on the poster? Yeah, we saw on the poster in the background. Oh, I didn't. I didn't two, see it. the two money in the banks hang, hanging up. I didn't notice it. Yeah, but uh, it was. It's like TNA's women's championship. The first one was like white and gold. It was interesting that they chose that. Yeah, I know it has nothing to do with TNA, but no. Uh, this is where Lana made her SmackDown debut, SmackDown Live debut. Yeah, kind of expecting to. Just get a shot. Yeah, she was like, I want to be in that match. Overall, I thought this uh, this segment was subpar. But uh, Shane told her that she had to earn it. Next next up, the first match, we had Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina defeating Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and uh, Naomi. And yeah, the only it reason... Taken, it was fun. Yeah, because of Lana. Yeah, the only reason why they lost was because Lana took Naomi out. 
And then backstage later on, Shane Shane was talking to uh, well Naomi came to Shane and she goes, "I want her." Shane goes, "You're not obligated to put the title on the line, but I'll give you the match." She goes, "No, she'll she could have a title match." So Lana never had a match really on the main roster. Uh, well, she did, but not really. Never had a singles match, we'll say. Uh, right away, her her debut singles match is going to be a championship match. Which it's like, obviously... Just, they, so you know, just, just so you know, I'm lagging a lot over here. Yeah, I, I hear that you just lagged. But it's like, obviously they needed something for Naomi to do in a singles match. And like, there's no other option as far as who, like, everyone else is in the, the Money in the Bank match. So, I guess they bring up Lana to have this match against Naomi. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, it was awful. I think it was awful setup for it, but yeah. what? Whatever. I mean, I like how Lana's playing it up like she is the the next best thing for them, and yeah. she's doing them a favor for appearing. Yeah. Um, um, next up, you had Styles taking on Dolph Ziggler. Um, I think this match was everything that you expected it to be. I thought it was awesome. Flash. I thought it was awesome. Like right mm. off the bat, they were wrestling. Yeah, I would not. I want to see a no ropes match with them. Hmm. Ziggler tried to use the ropes to win in this match, also. So that doesn't like to me. That's like I don't think it'd be a, such a bad idea if they had a no rope match. No rope of that. Be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that's where like they're gonna go with. I probably probably not, but. Both of them seem to be amateur wrestlers. So. Have some sort of a background, potentially. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had the Fashion Files backstage um, with a little uh, New Day action. Yeah, I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, I... I like New Day. Well, they were they were walking backstage in color and then came into the office. They were black and white. Yeah, and I, I like that they pointed that out, too. They were like were black and white. Black pointing to themselves and then like white pointing to Fandango and Breeze. Yeah. I thought that was funny. It's like the little things in this segment was just like, it, it reminded me so much of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or 30 Rock, like that sort of writing. It's just that they're, this, this these Fashion File segments is what, better they, they should have more from that with Raw and, and, and SmackDown. Yeah. It's just getting better and better, those segments. Yeah. And um, it's like that stuff, I'd ra- I'd rather watch stuff like that than watch Paul Heyman and Joe. Definitely. Um, and this kind of led into the next match. Um, well, no, sorry. I was going to say, did Not it Not the next though? match, but the match later on. Huh? I was going to say, did it though? No. Um, uh, well, first, before this even match, uh, before this match, uh, Backstage, Mojo wanted Shane to like put himself, put him in the Money in the Bank match, kind of. And uh, he was like, "I'm the only person that defeated Jinder Mahal since he debuted on SmackDown." And Shane's like, "Okay, if you could beat him, I'll put you in the Money in the Bank match." So you had Jinder Mahal defeat Mojo. 
but like fairly uh, routine match. It just it sucks. Like I mean, like Luke Harper was just in the main event scene. I know. And now he's nowhere to be found. But like, yeah. it's like if they wanted to build up the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy, a hundred percent Mojo should have been in the match, and and he should have a hundred percent demanded to be in it without ex- with with. Be like, absolutely, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm in the Money in the Bank match. Which the I same think, thing same thing goes for Ty Dillinger. Well, I think that with uh, Mojo, he should be in the match. But I also think that he could have won this match by DQ. By the Scene Brothers 100%. getting involved. Yeah. As opposed to, like, he didn't have to defeat your champion. Yeah. He could have won by DQ or uh, anything. Like, you have yeah. him cut a promo on Orton afterwards. And then later on in the night, Orton cuts a promo on him saying, like, I don't have to talk anymore. I don't need promos, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you could have easily had a a confrontation over there. Yeah. Singh Brothers, they're jumping him, whatever, and then Orton comes out and makes the save. It sounds like it's too good to, like, it's too easy to write of a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they would think anything else would be appropriate for this. But, but Mojo, now, you just wrote, now you just wrote off your entire, uh, everything that you did for that Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with the follow-up even with Jinder and him. Yeah. You just kind of wrote, wrote it off. But Mojo should have definitely, like, I'm not taking no for an answer. Ty Dillinger should be in that position. And, and uh, honestly, so should Aiden English. I don't know if I would put Ty Dillinger in there. He was the most over at that pay-per-view. Yeah, but he's also still in his little feud with Aiden English. But, like, they're not. They're not even feuding. They're feuding off-air or what? I don't even... Off-air. Yeah, off-air. It's pathetic. I mean, it's just just like the... That's pathetic. Uh, ...dark match superstars, American Alpha. Yeah. I mean, they've been having week after week dark matches. I don't understand. Why, why were they called up? Well, I mean, they were at least tag team champions, but well, yeah, but terrible run. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, Ascension, their Ascension's run in general has been better than American Alpha. Eh, I don't know about that, dude. At least they were being used. Used when? When they first got brought up, as compared to them, who American Alpha, who. Won the titles in this really awful. Um, no, like one of first the, of one all, of the, within recent re- recent uh, history, it's been pr- one one of the top worst title runs. But Ascension, they got brought up awfully. They got brought up and buried as soon as they were debuted. That was garbage. I think that both are trash, but I prefer the Ascension over American Alpha. American Alpha, I feel like. It's just been useless. But next up, you had talking about tag team action. Speaking New Day. of no, speaking of tag team action, that was useless. Yeah, New Day picking up the victory over the Colognes. Uh, Kofi not in action. It's like they made such a big deal about the Colognes coming to SmackDown. And they, they even they, gave them that makeover. Yeah, they've done nothing with them. They did the makeover, and they're just enhancement talent. And it's funny because right before the end of this match took place when Epico reversed something from Big E, I was like, oh, they're going to win. 
they're actually going to do something with the clones. But oh, I never then, thought that. And then they did the whole reversal thing, and then they did the midnight, whatever midnight hour, and they won. Yeah, I never thought in a million years they would win. Uh, but the Usos came out. They got a promo on them. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, after I'm seeing the comparisons of them to making no sense of the Warrior, I don't care. No, I think this promo was, was good. Uh, and I think the match that needs to happen between the Usos and New Day is something similar to like the Hardys and Cesaro and Sheamus, where they need something like something brutal. Because like this is New Day trying to get the tag brutal. team championships, trying to become the the SmackDown longest reigning WWE champion. They're already the longest reigning in WWE history, but now they want to be the longest reigning SmackDown tag team champions. They want to set I, that. I don't bar. think it has to be something brutal. I think so. I think it needs to be a huge brawl, not like. Well, I don't think I, I'm fine with a brawl, but I don't think it has to be brutal, like a hardcore match or anything. No, I'm saying like something like a steel cage type of. Oh, no, yeah, I don't something think it has, like that. I don't think it needs that. I do, but not no. obviously not a steel cage. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that there's a reason. The, for that. I don't know the match type because I I don't know. It gives them more stuff to work off of. But I don't feel like they need that stuff to work off of. I, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> the way the promos are going with the Usos, there sh- it should be. Uh, you can't like you I, can't just keep feeding them normal matches. Well, they haven't had a normal match yet. Yeah, they keep having normal tag team matches. Who? Usos. New Day. Well, well New Day also just debuted. Doesn't matter. I'm saying I Usos. Does. I think it's totally different. Every single thing in the Usos history right now has been normal. Well, I also don't think their, that... Their promos say something else, so... I see what you're saying, but I don't think that it's anything that has to be happening right now. Well, I have it from the inside, so... Yeah, that's very true. You do. Uh, talking about from the inside, Sami Zayn. I uh, uh, just... Enough already. Fucking nonsense. Enough again. already. Corbin like, attacking him again. Enough with this. It just... Yeah. And then Sami Zayn was supposed to be on commentary for Nakamura versus Kevin Owens. It said well, Corbin. Exactly. Corbin was on commentary. Is this making you think that Sami Zayn's going to win? That's like a huge underdog right now. I mean the 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 bearing of him from all the hype of from Monday Night Raw should be champion. Oh, he's moving this SmackDown. He's going to be getting a huge push. Nothing keeps on getting beat up, beat up, beat up. Is this going to be his shot? Would be very interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't. I think it would be more out of left field if Corbin won. I'd be more surprised if, like, Corbin or – I would be more surprised if Corbin or Nakamura even won. It's like Nakamura Kevin. Nakamura doesn't need it. Yeah. Kevin Owens doesn't need it. No. I see Zayn winning before them. I mean, even Dolph Ziggler and AJ, they really don't need it. The only person that really needs it, that, like, I'd, I'd want to win it, is Zayn. Yeah. But overall, I kind of hope that Ziggler wins it. 
Disagree. Although I would be a hundred percent fine with not uh, with Sami Zayn, and like I said last week, you can't disagree with who I want. I to see totally win. do. No, you can't disagree with with my opinion. I think your opinion is not on par with mine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm definitely going to say that. But anyway, Nakamura defeated Kevin Owens. I thought it was a very enjoyable match. It's not the first time that we've seen them wrestle, although in WWE, oh, they, well, WWE, a singles yes. match at least. A singles um, match I mean, in WWE it was. Yeah, last time we saw them lock up, it was Ring of Honor. Yeah. In a highly hyped match. A big time hype match. Yeah, the ending was kind of similar, too. Uh, that I don't remember. Yeah. I do not remember the ending of uh, the other one, but I do know it was in Manhattan. Yeah, it was. Uh, what else did you like about this match? Because for me, it was nothing too special. I don't know, just the, the chemistry between them two. Between uh, them. I, just, I liked it. I was expecting Sami Zayn to come out and attack uh, Baron Corbin during the match to like sort of distract Nakamura and Kevin Owens, more so Kevin Owens, but um, or even like just like to to stop the match or whatever. Uh huh. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. And then Baron Corbin afterwards took out Nakamura with the end of days. Which I thought was I thought that looked really sick. Which again I thought Sami Zayn, oh, Zayn's gonna come out, it's gonna end with him on top. No. Nope. So right now it ends with Baron Corbin on top taking out Nakamura. It was fine, I liked it. It did look awesome. Yeah, I mean it was a nice little shine to uh Baron Corbin, but like you said, Sami Zayn, nowhere to be found. He was taken out backstage, and then that's it. Which it would be interesting if your theory comes true. I would love that. I mean, I do think that he could have at least, like, once he hit Baron Corbin, hit uh, Nakamura with this end of days, that he could have – you could have played Sami Zayn's theme song. And yeah, but SmackDown was already ending, so. Yeah, but – um, all right, so that's SmackDown. NXT Live. Uh, you had Cedric Alexander pick up the victory over Noam Dar, which, I mean... That's 205. Did you say 205? Yeah, I thought so. I thought you said NXT. Oh, I thought I said... Maybe I said NXT Live. Uh, 205 Live, though. Alexander picked up the victory over Dar, I guess following off of, finally, that entire feud. Which was garbage. It, that was stupid. And he goes, oh, I'm done. It's so stupid that that's when they finally started to include him. Yeah. Uh, you had Mustafa Ali picking up a victory over Louis Val. Valley. Uh, Valley. And uh, in the championship match, Neville defending against TJP. Uh, TJP finally getting that championship match. And Neville successful. Yeah. I guess TJP is just not on the Neville level. Uh, NXT this week, you had Heavy Machinery pick up the victory over Lars Sullivan and Victor Andrews. Uh, Lars Sullivan still continuing to beat down all of his tag team partners. Lars Sullivan is the best thing on NXT. The Who? best, the best uh, like undercard thing. He has such a unique physique. You know, like 
he the way that he's built, it just he he's he he's huge, but is he like really that tall? Like he, I feel like he's not that tall, but he's just like he's like a um what is it like a strong man built a little bit, but. Would you t- keep him in the tag team division? Like bring in. Well, I mean, someone they're not. They're not really. Or? I mean, they're not really. I mean, they're not really giving him the tag team division. They're more so no, building but, him up to be a singles, a singles person. Or would you bring in someone who else is a large character to team with him to pick up that finally pick up a tag team victory? Who Who would that be? I don't know. I don't know, but they have to have a few people in the developmental system who are uh, his comparison to his size. He's six three. Yeah. Um, but I definitely see Solo's run too. I think there's a lot that you can do with him, and Heavy Machinery is just doing a great job. Love the tag team action with them. Uh, Peter Royce, Billy K, with Billy K, picked up victory over Sarah Logan, the debuting. Mary Dobson. Uh, they gave her a little background story saying that she was uh, raised in the woods by, I believe, her grandmother. Um, yeah. That's a weird thing to... Yeah, it was <laughs> one of those backgrounds. It was a good match. Good match. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, can we get those co-champions already? Defeat Asuka? Um, and Tommy picked up the victory. No, and Tommy and Larkin. Uh, Lorkin didn't go to went to a no contest, and Tommy hit Lorkin with three go to sleeps, uh, leading to Cassius Ono coming out to make a save because Lorkin was done; he was not moving. Um, main event of the evening, you had Killian Dane pick up the victory with no over No Way Jose. I thought the weird thing with this was that with No Way Jose, there was nobody out there to support him. I mean, Dane didn't have. Alexander Wolf, but I would expect like either Strong or or uh, who else? Uh, Cassius Ono. I know he was used earlier, but you have been involvement of Noe Jose returned last week to help out Ono, help out Strong, and now no one has his back. Yeah. Um, but you're setting up uh, Strong with Bobby Roode, and then next week they oh backstage you had. Uh, Cien Almas getting slapped by Thea Trinidad, who I guess she, as uh, we will mention, signed to a contract, but no idea what her involvement is with uh, Cien Almas. Maybe wife? Ex-wife? Who knows? Next week, though, Asuka defending against Ruby Wyatt and Nikki Cross. Yeah. Do you think she'll win? She'll lose? Oh, clearly, no. I would assume. No. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's NXT 205 Live, and let's take a break, and we'll be back right here on Marking Out. Hey, this is WWE's artist and residence, Rob Schamberger, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 331. 331. Sometimes you Three. just want to be Noah Ritter. What? I said sometimes you just want to be Noah Ritter. That's funny. Apparently yeah. 331. Apparently. Did you ever yeah. watch did you ever watch that toy show? Uh not since the last time we spoke. But like what do you mean? Like did you ever watch it in general? Yeah. 
Uh, oh, you I did, watched, right. like, Yeah, I watched like one episode, but after yes, that, I I, I, I DVR'd the finale when it was on a few weeks ago. It was uh-huh. it was pretty. I mean, it was a, it was an enjoyable show. Enjoyable show, he but says. like that, but like there were some toys that like didn't get through, and I'm like, how how did that? Like, how did these kids like? How are those not getting through? And the thing that won, I was like, nobody. I would never want to buy this. Mm-hmm. And then there was something. There was one of the games that that did make it through, but didn't get to the uh, obviously didn't win. Was a, a, like a card game. I think it was mm-hmm. kind of like uh, it was like you had to do like an accent or like a voice. Uh-huh. and and re- you take one card and read what was on the card, and the other card that you would pick up would like tell you like a pirate, and you'd have to read what it says on the card as a pirate. That and then the, and then the person it, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, apples apples, the best impression wins or whatever. Uh huh. So I, I I would play that game. I wouldn't. I hate. I can never do impressions. Yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah. the impression of your like one of your favorite impressions. One of my favorite impressions that you do is Wade Barrett <laughs> doing Bang Bang because it's not <laughs> good at all, <laughs> and it sounds like Hank Hill to me. Arr, 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 arr. That's pretty good too. I Spot mean, that's on. when you normally would have went right into doing the. Bang, bang, Bobber. Yeah, yeah. I figured <laughs> I'd throw you a swerve. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, moving on from that to Outside the Ring news. WWE, Finn Balor, he's in Japan right now. Doing some, yeah. Doing some promotional work for WWE, but he's posting some pictures with uh, some New Japan talent. Buddying up with some old friends of his. Yeah, you got Okada, Kushida. Yeah, who else? Uh, Tamatanga, Bad Luck Fale. Um, yeah, WWE is planning to run bi-weekly UK events uh, after the UK Championship Series starts. Um, and they signed Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang, Trent Seven, and Mark Andrews, all two contracts officially. But uh, furthermore, contract-wise, they also signed Thea Trinidad, who appeared on NXT yeah, this wait, past week. Before, before moving into these... With the the UK guys, does that like mean that they're done with like progress and all yeah. those? Like a hundred percent, they're done. Yeah, that would be one hundred percent after this. Huh. I uh, yeah, they would be under. They are with this contract. They're able to perform over at the performance center report over there, and. Which is, it's like weird because like it gives them the opportunity to fly to Florida and like work out there, I guess, even yeah. though they're going to be in the United Kingdom doing shows. Yeah, it's something like that. But it like, it ultimately, it just like, it sucks because like, I, I guess it'll give them opportunities to get used more, uh-huh. more often, I guess, on NXT. But like, I just want them on NXT. Yeah. All very talented wrestlers. Um, I mean, that match with Don and Bate was one of my favorite matches so far this year. Like, hopefully there's going to be a, a championship match at, at Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the, <clears throat> just to follow up, so Thea Trinidad, NXT, uh, former TNA wrestler Gunner was signed to a contract, which I'm very happy about. I, see a, I always said that I saw a lot of potential in him. I don't think he really hit a peak at all yet. 
So I think a lot could come from him. But is he going to look too much like Seth Rollins and Elias Sampson? No, I, I don't. I don't see the similarity. Do you see a similarity between Elias Sampson and Seth Rollins? I can a little bit, but I don't. I don't see with Gunner. Gunner. I mean, Gunner's all tatted up all over his body. Uh, I I see totally different. Um, Seth Rollins Evie has Nixon. tattoos. What's that? Seth Rollins has tattoos. But not like Steve. Yeah, no, not like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evie, Nixon Newell, Fabian Eichner, and Axel Dieter Jr. All signed to contracts. So happy to see more wrestlers from the independents being signed to contracts. I'm very happy to see Gunner signed. So. Yeah, it should be interesting to see what, what goes with that. Yeah. Something pretty much not as interesting. Jim Cornette challenged Vince Russo to a fist fight. Yeah. It's like I doubt he'll, he's not going to accept that. Yeah. But it's funny because apparently Vince Russo like apparently. tried to get, like emailed WWE trying to get hired or something. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what the, the sites, the news sites are saying. Interesting. Which is like, should we maybe just hit up somebody? Should we email Big Johnny? And Do we let the sites know that we just emailed them so this way we get put over? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Island, we could leak Long that. Island-based podcast. Yeah. But, but we're more we, than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. We are online listening experience. Yeah. Damn right. So, <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens, he tweeted out that he broke his thumb. But don't be alarmed. He will not miss any action in the ring. Yeah, uh, and also they added him. I think I believe him and AJ Styles got added also to the Madison Square Garden Raw House show, where previously Nakamura and hmm. Ziggler was it Ziggler? Right, I think it was Ziggler. I think so too. Because they they were probably going to do the repeat match. Because they were also booked for that show, so that'd be a that'd be a good show to go to. Yeah, to Madison Square Garden. I think so. I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, up next to discuss something that I think is like a I have like a huge gripe with this is a reporter watching the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors game, sitting there reporting on Sunday night's game. Gets caught watching WWE Extreme Rules on the WWE Network during the game. Uh, and someone I, tweeted out like this guy should be fired, with, or yeah. something like that. I didn't tweet that out. No, no, no. That that was like the original tweet with the picture, or something it, like that. I don't that. think it was anything like that. But a hundred percent, I think that guy should be fired. A hundred percent, dudes. Dudes being paid to to do a job, and he's sitting there watching Extreme Rules. That's, that's not, true. He is being he is technically on the job. Like if you're getting a press pass to watch a basketball game, you guys could give me a press pass. I'll sit there watching a basketball game. I'll boo yeah. LeBron. I don't care. Yeah, but of course Triple H being the guy that he is, took advantage of this <laughs> the network. Yeah, he used it as a promotional tool for that, so saying that you can stream it any place, anytime, anywhere on any device. Yeah, as oh. long as as long as two people don't stream it at once on this, on, you can't use two different devices at the same time. So yeah, say, but that's so much to say. 
But yeah, that guy should 100% be fired. And it's like, so he's like, oh, should I, shouldn't I get some love for this? It's like, no, you do your job. <laughs> like, what, what are you making money off of? You get to watch, you get to be at a NBA Finals game or whatever, and you're sitting yeah. there not enjoying it or whatever. Not even reporting on it. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, Jim, what happened at the uh, the, the NBA game? Uh, um, Samoa Joe beat, beat four other guys to, to win. Chance, <laughs> Brock Lesnar? Oh, that's weird. What was LeBron doing at that time? Well, I, I don't... I mean, Bailey was... Grabbed a candlestick? Cool, bro. Yeah. That's exactly... I Yeah. That's how it is. Uh-huh. Um, next... Oh, ah. uh, James Storm discussing what it was, what it means to be inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame. Now, this was a video that TNA uploaded on their YouTube account. I think they aired it during their uh, weekly show too. Um, but that kind of put off, put a lot of the thoughts that is he being inducted into 2017 Hall of Fame for TNA? Yeah, but right. then he was denying it. A lot of people, um, a lot of people say it should be abyss. It's, I mean, it's very interesting to see. But then, is it like anything really that crazy good? I mean, you're just being it's like it's, it's, independent it's, Hall of Fame. It's weird because, like, if you look at WWE's history that goes back, like, was like the fifties, forties, not forties, but fifties, sixties, and then you look at TNA, which is literally two thousand two. Yeah. It's like, that's it's kind of weird. Crazy, but. Yeah, it, it totally is. But there's like so much history in those years. Some some good. Some. A lot. Some bad. A lot bad. <laughs> um, CM Punk, he was eliminated from the MTV The Challenge this week. The professional skier, Gus Kenworthy. Brandon, what's your take on this? Elimination and also, what about this show? Because I know you watch it. I I did. I did tune in. I normally I don't watch those the challenge shows, but I tuned in because the because CM Punk was going to be on it. Um, Uh But yeah, it was interesting. I'll still I'll still watch the rest of the season now because I got to see who wins. Mm -hmm. How was he eliminated? What kind of a thing was it? Um, it was a puzzle. Oh. And it's funny because, like, the from from based on the footage that they showed, I was like, "Oh, CM Punk, one hundred percent is about to win this." And then, like, the next thing they cut to is is he lost. It yeah. was one of those puzzles, you know. It's like the flat puzzle that you like. They give you like one piece is missing, and you have to like rearrange it to make the mm-hmm. image. Yeah, it was that. Um, now is this like? But he was going against a professional skier. I thought it was the. Yeah, because like they were no, because the the start of the episode, they do pros versus champions, uh-huh. and that challenge was, um, you had the whole team. It was like a huge like marathon thing where someone would would have to lift up a, a lid to like the puzzle with like cinder blocks on it, and then somebody else would describe to two people what was on the puzzle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they usually do games like that on uh, the challenge. Yeah, and then those two would, would sprint over to two others 
Uh-huh. And then they would sprint over to the one person doing the puzzle and describe like, oh, this goes there, this goes there, that goes there. And then have to get it line by line by line or whatever. At least I assumed it was line by line because they had, because somebody gave, the, the guy gave an extra, an extra piece and they put it on the board and I thought it was the correct spot. And they said, oh, you have an extra piece, like that's not good. So I guess you can't, you, could, you had to do it row by row. Uh-huh. But yeah, so the the pros ended up losing that and that Oh, when, so it's okay. So it's where you okay. I understand why he has to face his opponent, his teammate now. Yeah, they got to get eliminated somehow. Yeah, it's the same thing like with all of the challenges that they do. Right. Yeah, I just forgot that that's how they did it was the two people from the same team face off against each other. Yeah. I always enjoyed watching those. Like, yeah, you know, always, I don't, I don't, I don't need to. I'm not like, about I watching, I'd, I'd much about rather reality shows. When is our show going to be back on, or is it on and we don't know it? What's that? On CMT. What is it? Redneck Island? No, no, not Redneck Island. The one with like the family? No, no, no. The one with the two teams. Well, with the yeah, that's Redneck Coast Island, Coast. isn't it? Is that Redneck Island? Yeah. I don't know if it's coming back. That was a great show. I thought I was gonna say like I, I watched the real world like that. I'm I'm fine with, but even yeah. though in in recent years they like do stuff that pisses me off. Uh huh. Like the with like episode wise, it should be a lot longer, a lot more in the season. I feel like you would be a hit. If what? If you were on one of those shows, I don't think I would be a hit. I think you would totally be a hit. You would be the I just pick. described going to my ten year reunion as sitting in the as, as hoping there's a chair, hoping there's chairs in the corner, so I can sit in the corner. Dude, by myself. you would totally make. I think I think you would make fans. Like you would have like just this camera guys would follow like fights and everything and drama and like you would just be in the background sitting in the corner. I like, like I don't like, I don't understand why these two are fighting. Like, yeah, they would put you on sense. camera. You'd be like I. I don't know why they're fighting. I do a podcast though. Like they they'd be fighting whenever like I'd be like, Can you not? It's your cake. Not? Can you not? Like <laughs> they're gonna be there's gonna be a food fight. Brandon's gonna <laughs> no, be no, like not in a food fight, not a food fight. Randomly I buy a delicious, great looking cake for myself in the fridge with my name on it. I go downstairs, not there, gone. Who ate my cake? That's where Brandon starts laying out everyone with the big boot. That's when I. That's when I blow up. That's when MTV catches me at my lowest. Yeah, that's that's, screaming, fighting over cake. I get kicked off the show for punching somebody. Yeah, that's where the producers come involved. They try to calm you down, and you're like, "No, I had my name on my cake. They shouldn't have touched my cake. It was my cake. I brought it in. There was my name on it." And they try to cool you down, cool you down, and you just you throw a pot. You throw a, a pot of plant. Yeah. You, Here, you here's just, Mitch. Take it. <laughs> um, yeah, I could. Uh, I would watch that. I would yep. watch that <laughs> entire season just to lead up to your blow up. But it, but what pisses? And me then off, they would bring you. Then they would bring you back on for these challenges as like I, I feel like I like, watch. I watch these challenge shows, and I'm like, I could never in a million years do what these guys are doing. They would, they would be like, all right, first challenge, you have to climb this rope up and ring that bell, and then it's gonna camera goes to you. You're be like, nah, you know. I'm like, can, I was like, can I just take my top off for some chocolate and peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why? Yeah, I shouldn't be picturing all this funny stuff. Um, I, I also, I don't like peanut butter, but do you remember that from Survivor? It was like such a big thing. Actually, I think so. Now that you mentioned it, I didn't, I didn't put it together. But now that you say it, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I but, but what pisses me off with the real world is that like the the final episode just comes out of nowhere, and like they don't even like. Like nothing, like not enough happens. Any of the stories? Yeah, I feel like not enough happens, and then there's no reunion show for it anymore. Oh, which makes no sense. It doesn't have have that much of a following as much as it used to back when, like, all those like the current people on the challenge, like back when they were actually yeah. But some of like these current people that get used for the challenge are from the newer seasons. Yeah, but I feel like it's a struggle to get – like it's not as prominent. Like I feel like fans don't support them as much as they supported like the characters like Coral or Johnny Bananas and all those people, you know? Yeah, he got eliminated very early in that show. Yeah. So. Well. But yeah, speaking of shows, uh, Naomi and the Usos filmed a show for Nickelodeon recently, which uh, they Naomi couldn't say what it was specifically – Four, but I think she said it was a comp- do it branded. What? Yeah, right. do it branded. No, on Nickelodeon, she was oh. making fortune cookies with my cousin. <laughs> 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 but I, they, she couldn't actually say what it was. But I believe she said it was a competition show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a few upcoming shows that. That, like, it could be. Uh-huh. But I don't know, like, what it could be. I guess we're going to find out very soon, though. Yeah. Like, there was... Is there... There's a, a YouTube channel, like, Dudes or something? I don't know. it. I forget what it was. But, yeah, it seemed like that it could have been something like that. It could have been another competition show. Meh. Because she said it wasn't, like... It's not like a series. They're just like on it or something. Uh-huh. Maybe they're bringing back like guts or something. Huh. Or something. I don't know. But look forward yeah. to them this year, I guess, later on on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, all right. So some indie results uh, that took place. On the second, I believe in wrestling, believe 140. Team uh, Taking place at the Team Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida. This is for the Florida J-Cup. Uh, the entire tournament was re- uh, took place on this night. First round matches, you had uh, Johnny Bandel defeating Carlos Gabriel. Aaron Epic defeated Carlos Rivera. Jarrell Clark defeated Chasen Rance. Uh, this wasn't part of the tournament, but C.T. Brown defeated Faris Hakim. And then back to the first round, Max Stardom defeated Jesse Neal, uh, former TNA superstar. Yeah. Uh, then in the semifinal matches, Johnny Vandal defeated Jarrell Clark. Uh, you had Max Stardom defeat Aaron Epic. Uh, not part of it. Dion James won an 11 man battle royal. Yeah. And then in the main event, the final match, Johnny Vandal defeated Max Stardom to become to win the Florida J Cup. So congratulations, Johnny Vandal. He was featured on the uh, Cruiserweight CWC, yeah. Cruiserweight Classic. Um, GCW uh, 
tournament of survival two in Howell, New Jersey. Uh, another tournament. So the these are going to be first round matches. Uh, a, a destruction derby death match. Nick K uh, Gage defeated Jimmy Lloyd. A a uh, an effery board match. Masashi Takata defeated Marcus Crane. A weed whacker death match. Matt Tremont defeated Zandig. Yeah, so Zandig. I thought I thought the tournament was his. Yeah, uh, I mean it is his. He's the creator. I mean the former owner of CZW. But yeah, Tremont picking up the victory. Uh, there was a panes of glass match. Masada defeated Danny Havoc. Yeah, and then the next two matches are uh, well. The next few matches are second rounds, uh, the semifinals. Uh, a light tube death match. Nick Gage defeated Maha, uh, Masashi Takata. Uh, they had another light tube, but this time it was a bundles barbed wire boards death match. Uh, Matt Tremont defeated Masada. Non-tournament. Joey Janela picked up the victory over Joker. And in the final match, a no-ropes, barbed-wire, light-tube, bundles, death match. Combining everything together, Nick Gage defeated Matt Tremont. I really like the fact we have to pause so we don't say Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> upcoming indie. Uh, on the 11th, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion taking place in Osaka, Japan. Uh, the opener, David Finley, Shota... Umino and Tomiyoki Oka taking it on Kayato. Hirai Kawato. Katsuya Kitamaro. Kitsori Kitamaro. And Tetsuhiro Yagi. Yeah. Uh, Tenkoji teaming up with Jushin Liger and Manabu Nakanishi. These are difficult, man. <laughs> Taking on Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask W, Togi Makabe, and Yuji Nagata. All right, never open weight six man tag team title on the line in a five way gauntlet match. Los Ango Bernabe, Japan. The champions taking on Bullet Club, Chaos, Suzuki Gun, Taguchi, Japan. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship will be on the line. Champions Rapungi Vice will be taking on the Young Bucks. IWGP Tag Team title on the line. War Machine defending against Gorillas of Destiny. Cody will be taking on Michael Elgin. IWGP Junior Heavyweight title on the line. Hiromu Taga uh, Takahashi defending against Kushida. Uh, the Never Open Weight. Title will be on the line in a lumber, Lumberjack death match. Uh, Suzuki will be taking on Hiroku Goto. IWGP Intercontinental title on the line. Natsuya Naito defending against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, I don't know, is this match still happening for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship between Okada and Omega? Why wouldn't it? Uh, wasn't Okada injured? Is he, I don't know. Is he back in time? I haven't seen anything. I don't know. When did you see about his injury? We discussed it on the show. I do not recall. They said that he would be back in time, but I don't know if he is. Yeah, Let's I just assume that it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I would assume that it's still taking place unless they make note otherwise. I mean, regardless, that's one. One, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark now. Or is it I, two? 
I don't know. God forbid we promote our T-shirts. <laughs> um, yeah, every time somebody says that on the on Raw or SmackDown or the pay-per-view, I, I push that shirt. Yeah, I I push it in real life. Whenever someone says that, I say uh, that's one. Buy buy the T-shirts. You really say that in real life? Yeah, no, I do say that's one. And <laughs> like, in what reference? Like, how do you? I no one knows what I'm talking about. It's kind of <laughs> unfortunate. And it makes me realize that really we're not all that special at times in the world. But we are. Not really. But, yeah, it looks like the match is still taking place. Yeah, so taking place on the 16th of June. PWG, Man on the Silver Mountain in Reseda, California, will be taking place. Desmond Xavier taking on Jake Chris and Jason Cade. You got Chuck Taylor taking on Trevor Lee. Trent taking on Jeff Cobb. Keith Lee taking on Leo Rush. The Unbreakable Effing Machines taking on War Machine. Matt Seidel taking on Sammy Callahan. And the leaders of the new school, which is Sabre Jr. and who? I forget. Taking on Red Dragon. I'm not too sure. I forget. Uh, NYWC on the 17th. A Matter of Pride 2 taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, you're going to see Rick Cotato taking on Maria Manic. Billy Dixon will be taking on El Elemento. Milk Chocolate taking on Alicia and Brittany Savage. Uh, Candy Cartwright taking on Megan Mason. Skin to Win match. Tommy Purr taking on Keita Murray. Uh, Sonny Kiss and Ashton Start will be taking on each other. And you got Jamie Senegal taking on Eddie McQueen. So go support them, all good cause. And then on the 17th, you're also going to be having NYWC going the distance. Uh, King Mega taking on Devin Moore. Uh, you're going to be seeing the Beer Belly Bandits taking on the Hounds of Hatred. Yeah, this is a big match. I mean, boo and bam on opposite sides of the ring. NYWC Fusion Championship on the line. Big O defending against Papadon. A an NYWC Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way match. The champions born and bred defending those titles against the Benson Brothers, GIT, and J Red, as well as Private Party. Yeah, and then number one contendership on the line as Alex Reynolds takes on Rex Lawless. Yeah, so, so definitely check it out. NYWCWrestling.com. Hey, Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Ost. Also, go give a follow to Sock Monkey Mike at Sock Monkey Mike. Go follow at No 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 BD. Also, go follow. Once again, Eric at MTL Broski. Go check out First Thing in the Morning. Give that a listen, a like, subscribe, all of that. YouTube.com slash First Thing in the Morning Show. Go follow Corey Ayers at Corey275. Go follow Return of the Frank at underscore Frankie F. Jr. underscore at Jeff Hardy Fan 479. Let's go, 69. 
Go follow K-O-U-L-A-T-T-E. That is Kulate. Uh, at least that, uh, that's how I'm going to pronounce that. Kulate. Um, also go check out our friends over at Team Awesome. Good old Lorenzo. Go follow on Twitter at Team Awesome 418. Also go buy his book, 31 Days to Live. You can go buy that on Amazon. Uh, they have it on the Kindle and everything. Make sure you go check that out. Give it a read. Go like his Facebook group, one of the biggest Facebook groups on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Team Awesome 418. Good people over there. Also, go check out the Lethal Brand at the James Lethal. Give a listen to Heel Turn Radio at Heel Turn Radio. You go check them out, heelturnradio.com. Uh, weekly Wrestling Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Weekly W Podcast, and give them a listen. Heel a face. Uh, you can go check them out, weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. Sawyer Show. Go give a listen, facebook.com slash John Sawyer Show. Sawyer Show. Also, thank you very much to Wrestling IQ 101. This is a podcast where if you're a wrestling fan, you should definitely be checking it out. Uh, their website is wrestlingiq101.com. Follow them on Twitter at WrestlingIQ101. Their latest episode features Sean Donovan. So go check them out. Also, thank you very much to Dark Match Designs. Uh, graphic designer, if you're interested, email darkmatchclub at gmail.com. Go follow them on Twitter at darkmatchclub. At Hulk underscore Hogan one, not the Hulk Hogan. At Nuclear Convoy. At Mr. Darius Carter, he retweets us all the time. So unnecessary because we will always put him over. Uh, part of host the Hostile collection, uh, Collective, Crusade for Change, on and on and on. Building up the, t uh, the titles wherever he goes. Keep an yeah, eye on Mr. Darius Carter. It's nice when a pro wrestler follows you because you promote them and then yeah. never asks for anything. No, it's totally... Uh, we both appreciate it so much when a pro wrestler that we promote and spend the time and effort to from whether it's putting out the tweets to covering your matches to cover uh, your past matches to your future upcoming matches to all of that. We do not have to do so for the fact that Darius Carter is taking his time. I mean, there's so many other wrestlers that do this, but Darius Carter Carter is one of the big ones that has always done this. Uh, and we totally appreciated the support coming back to us. So go check him at, at Mr. Darius Carter. Um, also, this wrestling promotion. Uh, once again, we promote so many promotions, taking the time. Like sometimes creating these tweets take a long time just to make sure that you're getting all the correct matches. Make sure that you're tagging all the correct people. To making sure that you have the correct information on your websites and your Facebook pages, which you have not updated in God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, so, like a huge thing. Uh, like, I, it's like, I don't understand how, like, there are companies out there that run shows and it's like your stuff is just not updated. So many, up, like I mentioned last week, uh, uh, New Wrestling, Northeast Wrestling, they are great with it because their website is so dead on with everything upcoming. Um, but there's so many promotions that just don't do anything. They don't update any of their account information and they don't even put their results out there. 
But and they don't follow us or re- even retweet our episodes that we promote them on. But that is where why we're going to put so much effort into helping this promotion. Canuck Canuck Pro at Canuck Pro, a uh, Canadian uh, promotion that is start- just getting started. Connect Pro Wrestling. They have so many events upcoming with huge names. We're going to cover when we get a little bit closer up to it, but it's starting in November. November 17th, Battle for the Belt taking place in Calgary. November 18th, there can only be there can be only one in Calgary. Then it goes to December 8th, International Incident. Uh, on the 9th and the 16th, the, uh, the Canada Cup with so many wrestlers already announced and booked. You have Dick Togo taking on Eddie Kingston, Keith Lee taking on Ray Phoenix, Joey Ryan taking on Chelsea Green, and this is only for that November 17th show. And you have so many people that they have signed and bringing in um, that everyone should be checking them out. The, uh, UK ch- uh, wrestler from the WWE, Wolfgang, and just so much, so much more. Uh, they're going to be pulling out all the stops up there. Go check out Canuck Pro. Go support them. Uh, I know they don't have that show until November, but leading up to that, promote them. Put them over. And I am sure that they are going to put on some amazing events that will turn your heads. So Canuck Pro, at Canuck Pro, Mr. Darius Carter. We definitely always appreciate all the support that all of you pro wrestlers and promotions and owners of the promotion uh, give to us. So thank you very much. Hey, Brandon. Any shout-outs? Brandon, shout-outs! Baywatch is getting the first shout-out. A lot of people said this movie is terrible. I don't understand. Rotten Tomatoes. I wish we could live in a world without Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that guides the movies that everyone sees these days. Yeah, which makes no sense, because Baywatch, I thought it was really good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I would, I would 100% go see a sequel of it. Well, Tower Heist is your favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie, and Tower Heist does not suck. <laughs> Tower Heist is a good movie. You even say so yourself. It, it's it's not too bad. So I think people should go out and see Baywatch. Like, obviously it was going to get crushed in the box office going against uh, Wonder Woman and Guardians of the Galaxy, but... Yeah, not good weeks to be debuting your movies. Yeah, but definitely check it out. The Rock Stars in it has Mitch Buchanan. So check it out. Uh, next up is going to the Chinese students in NXT. Just because I, I like, uh, I enjoy when WWE posts content with them online and the coaches and stuff. Like recently they had Robbie Brookside doing driving lessons with them. I thought that was hilarious. And then even more recent, they did blind taste tests of authentic Chinese cuisine with them. Yeah, I didn't watch that yet. I know it's you such, sent it to me. Yeah, I, I like when they do stuff like that. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, and then also, last but not least, shout out ties into NXT, going to the logo for NXT Takeover Brooklyn Three. I think it's pretty uh, pretty sweet. I have no, I have seen it. Yeah, and, and hopefully, yeah, I thought it was pretty this, cool. Hopefully, this time around they'll have uh, they'll sell the shirt with uh, my size because the first year they did, the second year they didn't, and hopefully this year they do. Did you buy a seat? Yeah, I got a ticket, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so for the third year in a row, I'll be going to see NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Well, there you have it. 
there you have it. Brandon is officially uh, going. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing CM Punk. For whatever reason, CM Punk was on the website, and then that, and then all of a sudden it was taken off. I was there to screenshot it. Yeah, we're going with that. <laughs> we are going with that. Yeah, so now it's time for our moment of the week. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, it's gonna—I mean, for me, it's gonna come from the Taz show. Because, like, every, I swear to God, every time, every single thing that Taz says on the show is, like, I agree with almost, like, 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good show. Uh, everyone should check it out. And recently he mentioned something about what he wants to basically see to build up the 205 Live division. Mm-hmm. That being have, like, a 205 Live versus the UK guys have, like, some sort of, like, invasion type of thing. Interesting. Where they, they f- end up feuding with each other, and it leads to a war games. And I'm, like, sitting here, I'm like, damn, like, I wish this was, like, I wish this was real and happening. Because that would be sick, like, where one cage is obviously, like, the color, like, where all the 205 Live guys, they wear, they, like, mar- they... They incorporate purple into their gear. The mm-hmm. ring and everything is all purple, the one ring. And then the next, the, the ring next to it is like the UK. They all wear like the red, gold, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that color. And then they, they fight in the War Games match and like they build it up to build both brands up. I think that'd be awesome. I was like, I was like, this is like the coolest thing that that would 100% build up the, the 205 Live guys too. That's a pretty interesting thought. Yeah, so... I would, huh. I would be a fan of that. Yeah, so I popped for that. And, the one uh, thing is, with that, are you only including the smaller guys from tool, uh, from the UK? Are you going to include no, the guys? No, no, it would be... It would, like, who, it would, yeah, absolutely. Wolfgang would be in there. I don't know how many other big guys are there. Trent? Yeah, Trent Seven. Yeah, no, absolutely. You include, uh, you include the both brands. Alright. Yeah, and let's was, check it he out. He was saying we, instead of doing it in Orlando or the UK, you do it in some, some place like Canada. Uh-huh. He was he was like so set on Canada or something, but I mean, if I was going to it, I would I mean I would like if it was going to happen, I would like for it to happen in Brooklyn or the Garden, if Madison Square Garden, if WWE wanted to do a live show from there. Well it sounds pretty interesting. Considering it'd be a network special. Yeah. WWE wanted to do that. So, yeah. So, that was the Mark Out Moment of the Week. Take us home, Dave. Well, that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us and listening to us. Episode 331. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Go buy a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Watch all the YouTube videos, youtube.com slash out 11 Make sure you send us an email if you get a bumper from a wrestling event that you go to or anyone. If you if you meet someone like, a, I don't know, a celebrity, 
Go ahead, get a bumper. Why not? Yeah, and thank you, thank you, Jason, for getting us one. Yeah, thank you, uh, Jason. Um, yeah, mark it out one at gmail.com. Send us an email if you're music. If you want to be a musical interlude, go ahead, send us that too. Uh, go like us on. Go follow us on Twitter at MarketOut, at BTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore N-O. Also, MarketOut.com, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and we wish you the... Best of your future endeavors. Have